another week, another talking dirty. Ow! Back live in the studio. This week we have for you in the NFL, Derek Carr, Hall of Famer. More on that later. Then the NBA, power rankings post-All-Star break. Power rankings are back. Uh, then we have also returning top fives. Top fives for the offseason with uh, top five fast food items. So, yeah, it's going to be an enticing one there, a little bout. Uh, and then we got pop culture. We got the Ant-Man, Wasp, Quantumania recap and review, the new episodes of The Bad Batch, and The Last of Us, and, of course, your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Catch Brothers Painting, 412. What is it? 412 for... Dude, I have this every week. Uh, Catch Brothers Painting. Uh, yeah, Kent's Brothers. Kent's Brothers. Yeah, Kent's Brothers. Uh, 412-784-1577. Uh, 412-784-1577. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. All right, and before we get into it, Ryan, how are you doing today? Yeah, I just totally fumbled totally the bag of Kent's Brothers painting. I still like, I I thought I had it on my phone, and I, I but then I remembered it, like I memorized it, so I think I deleted it. I find it. You got way too cocky there, man. You got cocky, and you're like, oh, I'll never forget this, and then the first weekend, you're like, ah, shit. Yeah, that, that total bag fumble. But um, I don't know. Besides that. I'm pretty good. How about you? Dude, this weather is fucking beautiful, man. Um I'm I'm all pro global warming, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, it's just it's just like that was a great day. It was like 70 degrees. I came into work with a coat and I took the coat off to drive home. It was a fantastic feeling. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. Yeah. But you can't say you're for global warming. I'm 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 not okay. When people protest global warming, I'm not like I'm not like that happy with them. I'm like, you guys should relax a little bit. It's not all bad. It could be worse. It could be worse. Dude, Greta Thornburg would be so pissed. We just lost a listener. <laughs> Greta Greta was a, was a loyal fan from the beginning, and now you just turned her away. And she's like, now nah, I'm just fed up. This is just ridiculous. This is the worst thing he's ever said. You've stolen my childhood <laughs> <laughs> with your lies. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, the weather's nice. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt, which is I never thought I'd be wearing in February. Kind of concerning, but it's also it's nice. How how you feeling post surgery here? Post recovery days? Uh, good. Still a little sore when I do certain things. Still not cleared to lift more than ten pounds. And and of course, this is just kind of of course it's like seventies and sunny in February when I have a hernia surgery and I can't golf. Like everyone's starting to golf. It's perfect golf weather. And I'm so like horny for golf right now, but I am not going to be cleared to golf until like late April, early May. Oh, that's tough. Dude, I realized it was that much extra time. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that he said eight weeks, which is two months. And I got at the end of January. Yeah. 
So more like early April, I guess, but still like when February, dude, my birthday this year, it was like sixties and sunny. And I was like, I never thought I'd be able to golf on my birthday. And I couldn't when the one year I can, I can't because I can't swing a golf club. I'm not permitted to yet. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you, you know, it's essentially you're twisting your entire body like when you swing. So yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, most power comes from like the abs when you swing. Or at least it should. It comes from the loins. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Leading off, NFL. Okay. Just some off-season moves, some frantic maneuvers by teams. Um, we covered a decent amount of them last week, but we have some some more here. The Broncos are out interviewing Patriots, quote, senior football advisor, unquote, Matt Patricia, for the defensive coordinator job. So here we thought Sean Payton was going to be having, like, this entourage of coaches coming with him. And now, two weeks later, he's interviewing Matt Patricia. Um, I think they announced D.C. after you wrote this. No. Yeah. Damn it. Um, uh, Vance Joseph. Oh, okay. Which is not a bad sign. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna double check if I'm pretty sure. Fuck, <laughs> that's the struggle of doing notes in the morning, man. Yeah, it kills you, dude. Because I didn't see anything pop up my feet about the Broncos' defensive coordinator. Yeah, it's true. Van- okay, Vance, Vance Joseph. all right. You know what? Scratch that. It's Vance Joseph out here having the time of his life. Yeah, uh, scratch that. Um, but I mean, Matt Patricia is still terrible, and if he gets a job anywhere, that's just insane. I agree. <laughs> uh, and then next up, feel good story. Former running back Peyton Hillis uh, is recovering after diving to save his two children from drowning in the Gulf of Mexico in the Florida Panhandle. Remember Peyton Hillis, dude? Yeah, th- th- this actually happened a couple. Okay, this happened. He's recovering. Yeah, the, this incident though happened whenever the Demar stuff happened. So talk about getting overshadowed. Oh, damn. Like this happened like the same day as like yeah. Demar stuff. And it, that's why like people kind of haven't really heard about this yet. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like everybody was like so you had Demar Hamlin this and Jeremy Renner yeah. all in the same week. week yeah. yeah. What what took place? Was it like a blood moon or something? It's like when there's a uh, when the rolls of 3 in, with celebrities. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. And then uh next up for the Titans, the Titans ended up releasing their Tackle Taylor Lewan, wide receiver Robert Woods, and kicker Randy Bullock. So the Titans are just cleaning house. It's done. Bobby Trees. Yeah. Bobby Trees would be sweet. Fat Randy? <sighs> I, I, I like watching Fat Randy from afar. I, I, I don't want him to any team in the AFC North. I, I, like, I like admiring from afar, admiring yeah, him yeah. from afar. But Taylor Lewan, Bobby Trees, bring him to the Lairs, that'd be sweet. Taylor Lewan would be sweet. Um, Robert Woods depends on what this like Devo- uh, Deontay Johnson stuff. Yeah. Whatever happens with that, because like there's that report that Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Uh, what what did he do to Mitch Trubisky or something like that? It was oh he hit him in the face. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> Deontay Johnson is like shaping up to be the next AB for sure. Yeah. Just in not the ways he intended. Yeah. For those who didn't hear that story, it's like it just came out recently that. Whenever Kenny came in at halftime against the Jets, and there's a there was a reported like Deontay Johnson, Mitch Trubisky got like a fight in the locker room, and there's this verbal. It wasn't like apparently Deontay Johnson like punched Mitch in the face, and then Tomlin benched Mitch. So talk <laughs> about like a slap in the face of your Mitch Trubisky, literally. Dude, that's that's tough. That's like the same caliber of like the Geno Smith like getting hit in the jaw thing. Yeah. That's tough. That's, that's, tough. that's bad. Uh, 
I also think this Bobby Trees, though, we're not going to go for Bobby Trees. Nah. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to draft someone. Uh, yeah. We're going to probably draft a receiver in the second round, hopefully Jordan Addison. Or but trade it. Or trade it for a receiver or for something else. Or back, cornerback. Yeah. I mean, I would like I would like us not to get a receiver in the first two picks. Yeah. It just seems like everyone's predicting that we are. Uh, okay. Like, I feel like, like, replay, is... like use Claypool's pick to get another a new receiver. Yeah, I get that. And a lot of people, which I would be all for, a lot of people uh, I see on Twitter are speculating that like we might even use that to try to trade up somewhere to, so we can make sure we get Jordan Addison. Mm. So, I mean, that'd be cool. To pull the Jamar Chase, Joe yeah. Burrow with Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. Dude, what if they just went down the division of the AFC North and everybody just started doing that? They say. <laughs> but um, I did see a thing this morning. I thought it was like something breaking, like some breaking news confirmation, but it was like a proposed trade that could send Jalen Ramsey to the Steelers. I also saw and that. I, was I like, also <laughs> saw that. And I also might be seeing this too because Jersey Jerry's been trying to court him on Twitter. Yeah. Like he's like tweeting stuff like saying, uh, like I am, uh, I, I work with the Steelers as a social media, uh, like, uh, recruiter mm-hmm. for, for, uh, for people who are in bad situations. And he said, if you might see me recently telling Taylor Luan to come to Pittsburgh, well, now I'm looking for you too, Jalen, or something along those lines. And he's been courting like Jalen Ramsey recently too, but that'd be sick. Yeah, for sure. It like involved, uh, it was like the wee wa- moments when you wake up and like everything's kind of a daze. So I looked at my phone and it was like. Steelers and Jalen Ramsey, and I was like, wait. <laughs> but it like involves sending the Bears pick uh, to the Rams, which is actually upgraded because the Dolphins lose a pick this year because of the concussion shit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I- I'd fuck with Jalen Ramsey on the Lars. I'd probably prefer Taylor Lewan. Why not both? Because Taylor Lewan's a free agent now coming off of major injuries. We can probably get him one-year cheap deal. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you need to like, improve yourself here before you get to another contract, so we can probably get him cheap trade up, trade for Jalen Ramsey. That'd be sweet. Because yeah, like you said, our second round pick is essentially a first round pick. We essentially essentially have two first round picks this year now, yeah. which is sick for Chase Claypool. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, that's rad. That's rad. Um, and then Forty uh, ers quarterback Brock Purdy will be uh, postponing his upcoming UCL repair surgery due to an inflammation that occurred. So I don't know if that's going to interfere with the OTAs and things like that going into the new season, but that could be something to look at in the future there. Rip, rip, his, rip Brock Purdy's career. You think this is it? I mean, they're probably going to give it back to Trey Lance as a starting job now because he's not going to be ready. Until a 49ers quarterback gets hurt. Yeah, he's going to go back to be number two. Mm-hmm. But, like, it kind of sucks for him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the 49ers just can't keep a healthy quarterback. They might as well roster six quarterbacks. And there won't be a competition because they'll all get play time. Yeah. It's just about when. And you really just – if you keep stashing quarterbacks in that team, that team's so good outside of the quarterback position that you could literally plug in anyone except for what Josh Johnson. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we learned about Josh yeah, Johnson. No, no Josh Johnson. Everyone else, though, you could put Colt McCoy on that team. It'll probably be decent. That's that's a valid point. Colt McCoy ain't bad. He's very bad this year. He was, mm-hmm. like, he's, I mean, he's about to retire probably. He's yeah, 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 yeah. He's on his last leg. Um, but then Jaguars tight end Evan Egram, he said he wants to return to the team on a long-term deal or franchise tag even, stating there's interest on both sides. Evan Egram had an insane year compared to he did. his time in the Giants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, if, I'm the, if I'm the Jags, I would, I'd consider keeping him. I'd definitely tag him. 
Because like a one year thing like that, that's that's not what you want to invest in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you throw him the tag, throw the tag on him. Mm-hmm. If he's like totally cool with it too, it seems like yeah. so that's fine. Too. Yeah, exactly. The tag's like one of those things. Like not a lot of pe- players like it. So like whenever someone's like, yeah, I'm cool with the tag, might as well use it on him. Might as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally it, it makes sense for especially players like him. It makes sense. Yeah, like look at Lamar Jackson right now. <laughs> They're gonna tag him again. <laughs> That guy should be making – he wants to – He. I was seeing a report – I didn't have this in the notes, but I was seeing a report today that he wants a deal that's similar to Deshaun Watson's with the guaranteed money. Heard more. More? More. <laughs> like, it's her Kylo Ren. <laughs> so I, d- I did comment on it, and I said he might need to visit some more massage parlors before he asked for that kind of dough. <laughs> no, no, no. Or, like, may- maybe a few more civil suits, and we'll call it. We'll make it happen. No, 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 no. <laughs> um. But, yeah, definitely tag Jaguars, uh, tight end, Evan Egram for sure. Uh, moving on, though, the headliner. So Derek Carr this past week visited with the New York Jets. Uh, I don't know how his detail really released of the interview or the conversation they had together, but apparently the Jets-like organization told him that if he comes to their team and wins a Super Bowl, uh, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. At first... I didn't agree, but after thinking about it, winning the Jets a Super Bowl would be pretty reputable. But two Super Bowls for sure would get him in there. I think one and maybe like two appearances, I think we can maybe do that too. But first bout Hall of Famer is tough with one Super Bowl, even if it is Jets. He's not a first bout <laughs> Hall of Famer. I'm just sitting here thinking about, like breaking down, like thinking in my head, like before I said anything, I want to think about this. He's not first. <laughs> he he won't be either. Even if he wins a Super Bowl with the Jets, he's not gonna. And they're not gonna win a Super Bowl with him. Whoa, they might. They might. I mean, their their defense is so good. A lot of their young guys are so so good. I just don't see Derek Carr being good enough to be a starting quarterback on the team by the time they're on their prime. Uh like two three years from now. I I think I think he can be the best version of Derek Carr that we've seen. And I think if he can be that, then they can win the Super Bowl. And I think if they win two, he's for sure a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, but I, I also I don't think the Jets are going to be Super Bowl caliber for another two years. Like, really? like I think they're very very good now. And they're in the right direction, but like you need like everyone on the team like perfect. And they still there's still a lot of positions they need to fill mm-hmm. that like there'll definitely be maybe a playoff team next year like flirting with it like they were this year but like you still need two more years before that everyone's like fully ready to go in their prime and is Derek Carr gonna be that good enough to win that starting job two three years from now I don't think so I think they have the potential to be the best defense in the NFL next year and if they can do that anything's possible if you can be the best team in the NFL best defense in the NFL and you're in the playoffs I think for sure you have a chance at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they they really need to fix that offensive line though, because that mm-hmm. offense is not going to do shit Which until is fixable. they fix that. Taylor Lewan's available. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think there's also a couple more pieces of defense they need to do this offseason mm-hmm. too to become that best defense in the league. Which if they do that, then they're not going to pay attention to the line, which means another year. Yeah, I mean it, it really boils down to Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall for me. Yeah. If Sauce Gardner can do the shit that he was doing last year and some. Yes. If Brees Hall can stay healthy and look the way he looked prior to his injury, yes, it's all possible. Yeah, I agree. And I don't want this 
sound like I'm, I don't think the Jets are going to be good because I do think that defense is really, really good. I think Sauce Gardner is a man. Brees Hall is amazing. Garrett Wilson's going to be a stud receiver. Um, I just, I, all I'm saying, trying to say is like, I don't think they're going to win next year or the year after. But then by the time real third year rolls around, when they're, I think they're finally going to be fully ready to go. Derek Carr is going to fucking suck, and they're going to have to go find another quarterback. Man. It's more of a. I'm more besmirching Derek Carr than I am the Jets. No, I hear you. I hear you. I just think so. Derek Carr. I mean, we're already. You're already saying like so. If he's not going to be, if the Jets are going to be like a playoff team, a fringe playoff team kind of thing, um, if they win the Super Bowl, if they exceed those expectations, that kind of like puts the spotlight on you a little bit better. And that's why I'm saying if he can win two. Yeah. And maybe, or maybe at least appear in two and win one. I think he has a chance to get first ball Hall of Famer. As long as he gets, like, decent enough numbers. Yeah, no, I get it. I get that. Uh, the last point I want to make about this whole thing is, uh, um, oh, I think the Jets could be a Super Bowl contending team as of, like, this year or the year after. But if they are going to be this year and the year after, they need a lot better of a quarterback than Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. yeah. And – and all I was saying is by the time they are absolutely all like a hundreds on mad and like could carry a team with whatever quarterback how the 49ers are kind of, mm-hmm. then you can put Derek Carr in there and it's fine. But like, yeah, if, if they want to compete this year or next year, they need a better quarterback than Derek Carr. All right. All right. Um, next up. So the Colts are finalizing a deal to hire Jim Bob Cooter, all time name as their offensive coordinator. There's this guy's either a, Offensive genius or the biggest moron on the planet with the name of Jim Bob Cooter. If he doesn't have a southern accent, I, I would just give up on the team already. Yeah, what if he has like a Canadian accent? <laughs> if he was a Canadian accent, like a Minnesota, oh hey there, I'm Jim Bob Cooter, eh? Yeah, it doesn't fit. No, dude, that guy sucks. That guy sucks. But if, but if he's like a doesn't even talk much, kind of just grunts and spits tobacco on the ground, Jim Bob Cooter, he might be an offensive genius. I don't even know. Like, I think it'd be really southern to be good. Definitely southern, but I don't even think he needs to be like an aggressive southern. You know, like like you were just saying, like yeah. tough looking that that grit, like you know, it's spitting tobacco. Um, I'm thinking he can just be any run of the mill southern. Yeah, southern guy. I, I think more like a coach O of offense. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if if coach O was a defensive mind and more of an offensive mind, and he was, and his name is Jim Baum Cooter, yeah. I'm like, oh, I trust this guy. Yeah, it would be better, I guess. Yeah, but but. Coach O's not really the guy I describe either, so that's kind of my bad. Coach Cooter. <laughs> Coach Cooter. Coach Cooter. Oh, man. Um, and then the Commanders are finalizing a deal to hire Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Benemy. Bienemy. An enemy? Yeah. Okay. Bienemy. Uh, sleeping with Bienemy. Um, that's a good one. That, that's a, uh, what's his name? It's classic. So what's his name? Uh, Chris Berman. <laughs> you know he does all the goofy nicknames on uh, the uh, uh, I, I seen NFL, or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I I read I had an article pulled up a second ago. Um, um, it's he's basically like everyone's been saying he should be like a head coach somewhere for like the last how many years, and he's like left his situation for another offensive coordinating job. He said recently like he's not he wasn't looking for an offense uh, head coaching job this offseason. Really? Yeah. Damn, that really shuts down like half yeah. of the media that are making it a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it basically his his quote was, "It's uh, being a head coach is not my thought process right now." 
So basically, he wasn't ready to be a head coach yet. He's wanted to see what another organization was before. But like, there's everyone is saying like complaining how Eric Bieniemy has not had a head coaching job. Yeah, and on that, but mm-hmm. it looks like he doesn't want one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd love to see an interview where somebody is like arguing about that whole thing and then just saying, "Well, he doesn't want the job." It's like <laughs> it's not like we're making him not have it. It's like he doesn't want it. We're trying to. I feel like he's just kind of like with the mentality of like I'd have the same mentality if I was a coach in the NFL. Like, eh, there's a lot of uh, spotlight on a head coach. Nobody really cares about the offensive coordinator, yeah. which, you know, look at half the teams in the league, their offensive and defensive coordinators with all the antics they get into. I'm like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. No one's going to care. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, next up, Packers running back Aaron Jones agrees to a reduced salary of $11 million for the 2023 season. Probably trying to make way for Rodgers to stay and get some pieces. I was going to say, do you think it's that? Or do you think he's doing that to make himself easily tradable to leave? Or that. Or that. They're pro- so it's probably a little bit of both, actually, because they don't know Rodgers' decision right now. Uh, kind of skipping ahead a little bit. Aaron Rodgers did finally emerge from his darkness retreat. Uh, we should have an answer in the coming days, I guess. I was watching this clip from the Pat McAfee show just before we started recording. It looks like he has a list of places that he's kind of jotted down that he's going to be announcing. So I'm excited for that because the Jets might be on that list. Um, But if he does stay, then that means that the Packers will have extra money with Aaron Jones taking this reduced deal to bring in other players to help him out. Yeah. If he doesn't stay, then trade bait. Yeah, I I can. I you're saying. Yeah, I think I think both those would make sense, too. And like. And even what you're saying, too, the, even like the order of operations there makes sense. Like, mm. hey, I'll go down. If we can keep Rodgers by saying we're going to get this other big-name receiver to, like, help out, that's fine. If not, send me over to, like, the Bears or something. <laughs> not the Bears. Like the are, are there even any big-name receivers available? I mean, Robert Woods, we said, but, like, that's not big-name. Yeah, he's washed. Dude. Yeah, yeah. OBJ. Honestly, if you got Robert Woods and OBJ... I don't think that's terrible, considering, like, Christian Watson looked really good last season. Lazard. A Lazard is pretty serviceable. Like, that's not terrible. I mean, Chiefs yeah. won with, you know, who the fuck knows. All right. I, I, I have a, you have a little free list. agent tracker All right. that's on receivers right now. Mm-hmm. We've got Robert Woods, Nelson right. Aguilar, yeah. Sterling Shepard, yeah. DJ Shark, Randall Cobb. DJ Shark's not bad. Yeah, uh, Randall Cobb, Aaron Jones, Julio Jones, mm. Al Lazard, uh, Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jarvis Landry, Kill Harris, Harry. Jarvis Landry ain't bad. Yeah, Sammy Watkins. I can see Jarvis Landry being like Donald Driver for Aaron Rodgers. You remember him? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was on Dance with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was a baller. He was like he was like Green Bay's version of Heinz Ward. He was just a scrappy, like, receiver. He didn't get a lot of yards, but he, like, always caught the ball. Yeah, no, he, he was he was uh, very reliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a Jericho Cotchery. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, then the last thing I had for the NFL, a grand jury indicts, uh, indicts uh, Saints running back Alvin Kamara on battery charges from his February 2022 incident. Um, personally, I think he's going to play next season, but it might be like a two game suspension by the end of it. 
This was when he like, beat that dude up in Vegas, right? Yeah. At the uh, Pro yeah. Bowl. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's forever ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's it was. forever it was. ago. Yeah. I mean, it's a year ago, mm-hmm. but like it feels like forever ago. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's going to be four games or three games to start. He's going to appeal it, and it's going to turn into two games. So I think by the end of the process, it's two games. Yeah. Mainly because yeah. it was like during a football event. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was in town for the pro. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, it did look bad on the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't just some like thing in his hometown in the off season. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so there's a, there's a, a fight being broken up. Oh, really? Dude, the, the Grizzlies are turning into that team. Well, it's because it's because it's Dylan Brooks. He's the one who's in part of every single fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, he he's just he's tarnished goods. I just feel like Dylan Brooks is like, why why are we, why why would I as a team owner like want to invest that much money in Dylan Brooks when he's just gonna like start fights and shit and cause bad press? Yeah, the only, the like, only... he doesn't output that much talent. I feel. Yeah, he he's definitely a solid role player. He's. He kind of has like the Pat Bev pest, yeah, a part of him. Which some teams love the grittiness of it, and some teams, especially when you're on opposing teams, you hate it. Yeah, yeah, I can feel that. Um, but that's all I have for NFL. So, anything else you want to toss in there? Go Stillers. Let's go Lars. Let's go Lars. Taylor Lewan, Robert Woods, Jalen Ramsey. And, yeah, whoever else. Yeah, offensive lineman, draft. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I keep seeing first our first pick, we're going to take um, Joey Porter Jr. That's cool. Corner Cornerback. I mean, he, I, he was, I feel like the first rounds of mock drafts, he was, like, top 10. But now they're having him drop to us and we because we need a lineman or a cornerback, and he's going to be the best available out of both. Okay. I mean, that's pretty sweet. And people are saying, and because the Steelers are very, like, family-oriented. So, like, if he's available, they're going to take him. Also, like, is, is Joey Porter still our coach? Like, one of our coaches? No, no. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he stopped being one of, the, like, one of the assistant linebacker coaches after the whole season where he's on the field with the Bengals. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I think that's around the time he stopped. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom, goes the dynamite. All right. NBA, this week, uh, the All-Star break is over. We are currently watching the uh, Grizzlies shit on the Sixers. Um, but the All-Star break's over. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually a little bit more exciting than I thought it would be. Um, I mean, the game itself kind of sucked, which I'm sure we'll get into, but... Um, yeah, like everything else leading up to it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of like news that came out in the last week, which like normally all-star weekends kind of quiet, but there was a lot of like big moves that happened in this past week, which kind of kept it, kept everyone kind of not bored with the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we can get into all-star weekend stuff, but let's get into the power rankings first. All right. Post trade deadline, post all-star break power rankings, the first one of the second half of the season. And, it's very similar to the first half of the season for number one, and that is still the Celtics. Ugh. Yeah, pre-All-Star break, they were very banged up, injured, uh, but now we can expect everyone to be back a little bit healthier, and it's, they're still the best team in the league. 
uh, record-wise. Are they, like, shining above the rest in the East right now? No. Okay, that's good. That's good. And it's because, number two, yeah. the Bucks are on a 12-game win streak. And Damn. So they're only, like, a, a game or a half a game behind the Celtics. So they're right on the Celtics' heels. Um, I The Bucks went on, on break with a 12-game win streak. On this stretch, Giannis averaged 37.2 points per game. Jesus. Yeah, so... <laughs> Giannis, I said before we recorded, like we're talking about like MVP, like Joker and, and Bead and stuff, and I kind of said I wouldn't even, I would even toss Giannis in that right now. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah, they're, that's a crazy, they're, they're, dude. They're, he's over, he's averaging almost forty points in a twelve game stretch. Like, didn't a couple weeks ago, didn't you have like a stat line of like how many players had forty point performances? Uh, I said it's fifty. And, uh, it's fifty. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but it's like he's almost averaging. That. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy right now. Um. Yeah, so the Bucks are right on their tail. Uh, actually, let me pull up the standings because I think it might be like they might have the same record, but the Celtics have like the tiebreaker, um, or Celtics are up by a little bit. Let's see. Yeah, so the, the Celtics are a half game on the Bucks right now, um, and let's go. Skip, I mean, Rockets skip down to five, but the Sixers who are watching, uh, they were only like three games behind the Celtics too. So it's okay. The East is like the Celtics are number one. Heavy. They haven't left number one mm-hmm. pretty much all season, but like, it's not like set in stone that they're going to get number one. Yeah. They'll have to have a big fall off mm-hmm. to not get number one. It's top but, heavy, right? Like the first three teams are pretty much like yeah. going to win the one seed. It's just, which of those three? Yeah. And, yeah and the, so right now it's, so Celtics are number one. The Bucks are a half game behind them. The, Sixers are three games behind the Celtics. The Cavs are five games behind the Celtics. So that's yeah. a top four. And then the Nets, Knicks, and Heat are all between like the eight and ten range. Games okay, behind so it's Celtics. like top four and then a drop off. Yeah, gotcha. and a drop off. Um, yeah. So number two, the Bucks. Number three, the Nuggets. Despite other teams getting better at the deadline, the Nuggets are still on top of the West. I think they are going to remain at the top for the rest of the season. Fun fact, this is the first time in franchise history the next the Nuggets went into the All-Star break with 40 wins. Damn. So this is the best the Nuggets have been to this point in any season so far. Um, good, good for them. Good. I yeah. mean, every team needs that, you know, that moment. That yeah. time to shine. Yeah, and I agree. And, uh, yeah, like I, like I mentioned when I read that off there, I, I think a lot of these teams got a lot better, which we'll see here in a second here. Um, I just think that it's – Kind of like with the Celtics, they, they need to really drop off to not get the number one seed in the West, and I just don't see that happening. Will they win the West? I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. They'll definitely win the regular season, though. They'll win the one seed, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, good, good for Joker, though. You know, and Jamal Murray, it's, it's good to see him panning out in the way that people were hoping for post-bubble. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good. You know, and then Aaron Gordon's, play, Aaron Gordon's playing out of his mind, and uh, – Who's the other guy? Otto Porter Jr.? Uh, no. Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Wrong wrong PJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just looked at the stat standing. So the Nuggets are five games ahead of the Grizzlies, who are in second. Damn. Okay. And the only two teams I think could upset the Nuggets are the Grizzlies, who are not do not have a good road record right now. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of been struggling the last couple weeks. Uh, the Clippers... Never know the injuries and stuff, but like I think we'll get into later. I think they got better, mm-hmm. and the Suns, yeah, and the Suns are nine and a half games behind the Nuggets. So okay. like even if they you have Katie yeah. comes back and they go off, they, they still need to do a lot, and the Nuggets have to lose a lot. And there's what forty one games left, something like that. Um, 
I, I'm just a little just, bit less. No, a little bit less. Okay. We, it's not really the halfway point anymore. It's right now they're at fifty nine games out of eighty. Okay. Okay. So, so not not exactly halfway point, but mm-hmm. the emotional halfway point of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, number four. I got the Suns. Before the break, the Suns were on a seven and uh, seven and three in the last ten run. Uh, we have yet to see KD with this team, uh, but the fact that they're turning things around before he even suits up is huge for them. I think injury with the Devin Booker was a huge issue with that too. Um, and I can jump ahead to the injuries, and KD is announced to come back March first. Okay. His debut for the Suns is March first, which is next week. Uh, next Wednesday, actually. So yeah. So we'll kind of next podcast we'll see how he did. Um, but yeah, I think it's huge that the Suns are kind of on a on a nice little streak before even he plays. Number five, the Sixers. They went on a four game win streak before the break, and they're only two games behind the Bucks and Celtics. Three games behind the Bucks and Celtics. We need Embiid uh, to lead the way for the rest of the season and get this man an MVP. Is what I wrote because I just really want him to win MVP. Well, they're down about 14 points. Right to the now. Grizzlies, yes. Yeah. Who, and they're at home, and the Grizzlies suck on the road. So <laughs> yeah. they should be demolishing them. But Yeah, not a good look right now. Yeah. I just, I just, I just want – I like Embiid, and I just want money. So give the man MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, Cavs. Uh, how good is Donovan Mitchell this oh. year? Before the break, he dropped 41 points on the Spurs. This is his sixth time dropping 40-plus this season. Jesus. In his five years with Utah, he only dropped 40-plus nine times. Dude, this NBA is crazy. <laughs> if we're, we're, you're dropping that kind of stat, and we're and, you, and just like, what, five, two minutes ago, you're saying Giannis has a case for MVP? We're not yeah. even talking about Donovan Mitchell, and he's like dropping 40 points yeah. like nothing. If he gets three more games in the last 30 games of the season, three more of them are 40-plus, mm-hmm. he ties – for how many 40-plus games he had his entire career just this season. Jesus Christ. That's, that's nuts. That's, that, that, that's nuts. He's just on a revenge tour. Yeah, honestly. No, he's so good. He's uh-huh. so good. Ugh. Next, number seven, the Grizzlies. Uh, Triple J is still a frontrunner for Defensive Player of the Year. The Grizzlies have a lot to work to do. They've been uh, really, they've been a really rough stretch lately. Um, seven games on the road in a row they've lost. Um, and the West even got better in the deadline. So uh, let's just see if they can get things back on track, which so far in this game, it's still early. Granted, it's only the beginning of the second quarter, but they seem like they're dominating the Sixers right now, um, which they need that to get back on track. They need that because it also doesn't – it kind of sucks because it correlates with uh, John Morant basically saying how he's not afraid of anyone in the West. <laughs> and then each team in the West gets better, and they go on a really bad stretch of games. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. a really tough look for John Morant. Also correlates with John Morant's friend may or may not be pointing guns at other teams. Also true. So it's just not a good good look right now for the Grizzlies. Grizzlies fans, John Morant, his dad's out here fighting Shannon Sharp. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Brooks is getting tossed out of games left and right. So I, yeah, they they need to kind of like they they need this break to use this break as like a reset. They need to. Come back out the second half of the season. Killing they it. need a Mike McCarthy watermelon game. They do. They really do. <laughs> yeah. They they need a just change uh, the spirits. Taylor Jenkins coming to practice as Tom Segura one day, <laughs> and Tom Segura like really hyping up the boys instead. Yeah. They need one of those. <laughs> um, I like the Grizzlies. I mean, I like the Nuggets too, but I really like Jaw. So and JJJ, obviously. I do like John JJJ, but other than that, I can pass on the Grizzlies. Yeah, I don't like Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. No, um, but JJ, 
I even like JJJ more than Jaw, I think. I've been on JJJ for the last... Um, I don't know. Days. I mean, I guess recently it's easier to say that, too, but... But I've been on... Mm-hmm. I've been, like, uh, Triple J's a sleeper for the last three years, so I'm more, like, brand loyal and, like, proud of yeah, that. Yeah, I've always supported John Morant, though, ever since the draft, because I was always, like, it's tough to be in that shadow mm-hmm. of Zion Williamson in the draft. Like, yeah. yeah, you got big shoes to fill. And to and be this good. And, it, yeah. And arguably better. Very much better. Mm-hmm. I think Zion... He's better because Zion's hurt. Yeah. They'd be very equally important to their team. But the best ability is? Availability. True. Well, that's like a thing where we just like stop the other person mid-sentence and it <laughs> works every time for both of us. Uh, next, number eight, the Kings. As of now, the Kings are still a top three team in the West. Their defense is so bad, but their offense has been lights out. And that's a lot of thanks to De'Aaron Fox. Uh, all-star, De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, dude. Taylor Jenkins looks just like Tom Zagura. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, the Kings. Number nine, got the Heat. Ooh. I think the rest, uh, I think this rest has been going to be great for us. Um, gear up for a run in the second half. Uh, get everyone healthy. Kyle Lowry has been playing for a while, so uh, get him healthy back in the lineup. Um, I also think a couple additions we added to the rotation, which I'll mention a little bit later, Will help us compete for the for the rest for the East for sure. Yeah, yeah. Number ten, the Knicks? Question mark. Wow, the Knicks. They're back. Jalen Brunson has been fantastic for the Knicks this season. I Bing think, bong. I think I think moving forward, the Knicks could really build something with Brunson and Randall. Yeah, I mean it's a great foundation right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and RJ Barrett too. RJ Barrett's been great. Mm-hmm. He's been good. He's been solid. Yeah. I, I just want to highlight Brunson because I feel like that he's been playing better than people even thought. Yeah, yeah. This who, who was he shouting out at the game that he like blew up? Like, was it Rihanna? I don't know. I didn't see. Dude, this. he put up like a forty-point game in Madison Square Garden, and uh, I think Rihanna was there, and he was like, "No, it was Iggy Azalea." Yep, I, it was yep. Iggy Azalea. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, she yep, came yep. up to like say what's up, and he was like, you know, talking to her, and he's doing the whole like towel over the mouth thing, so the cameras <laughs> couldn't catch it. You know, he's trying to get digits. Uh, well, it's saying that uh, Iggy Azalea sh- sh- uh, shot her shot. Yeah, yeah. At him, mm-hmm. so that's funny. Yeah, he put up. He, he did. He had such a good game that Iggy Azalea pulled up and just was like, "Yo, <laughs> did she show an OnlyFans?" Yeah, to like, prom- <laughs> was, like promote her one album or something like that. Dude, it's hilarious. The society we live in. <laughs> the society. Yeah. We live in a society. Just like, hey, come listen to my album. Oh. Also, here's some spicy content for you. JJJ's dad. No, 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 That's not good. I have fantasy. Tom Segura's not looking happy right now. He's getting helped up. Maybe he's just... Oh, he's good. He's good. We're fine. We're good. He was trying to get the foul. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Adams, like, dude, he's fine. He's Gucci. Steve Adams. I love Steven Adams, man. He's a man. For those who don't know, he's been hurt for the last couple like weeks. So it's just funny because he's just like in street clothes, like looking like a G. Let's see here. Oh, he's fine. Oh, yeah, just a stinger. Yeah. He's got, he's, someone's butt just landed on his butt. All right. Next, injuries. Oh. The Bulls officially roll out Lonzo Ball for the rest of the season. Yep. Time to drop him. <laughs> Did you not know that? No, I didn't. Oh, know no. That. That, it came out yesterday. Honestly, 
Looking back, our trade that we made at the beginning of the season. JJJ. So you needed to put Lonzo in IR, so you traded me JJJ for Pat Bev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because cause you wanted to drop because I thought we had two IL spots and we only had one and I was like fuck and, and you were just going to drop JJJ and I said because we thought at the time JJJ wasn't coming back as soon as Lonzo yeah Lonzo just got pushed back so much mm-hmm. like they're supposed to, both supposed to come back around the same time yeah and yeah but now Lonzo balls after the season uh, next Giannis has a non-serious wrist sprain that occurred in his last game before the break. He did not participate in the All-Star Game festivities, I think. Maybe he did the skills challenge with his brothers. He didn't play in the game. Okay. So, it's not going to be anything serious. He's not going to miss much time. He might not miss any time. But that's just something to keep an eye on. He has, he's a little wrist, his wrist a little banged up. All right. All right. Um, next, LeBron James missed the second half of the All-Star Game with a hand contusion. So, similar to the... Uh, Giannis saying, I don't think it's going to be anything that serious, but it's just something to watch out for. You might miss a game here and there. Um, as I mentioned, KD's debut for the Suns will be March 1st. And uh, Steph is going to be reevaluated in about a week, um, but he's on pace to come back soon. Okay. I mean, are they even, like, in contention? Mm, yeah, they're nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if they can, if they can just get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's anyone's game for them. Yeah, they're about a game ahead of the Jazz, who are right outside the bubble. So like gotcha. the uh, the playing game. So they're in the playing game. They're in the ninth spot. They're half game above the Thunder, one game above the Jazz. So if Steph comes back, that could be huge because right now they're at five hundred. Um. All right. All Star Weekend recap. As you kind of mentioned, uh, the All Star game was a dud, but everything kind of leading up to it was cool. I didn't watch the Jazz win the skills competition. Because I think the skill competition is kind of stupid with the teams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think they should go back to not how it always was. I think you could meet in the middle. What it was a couple of years ago was sick. Yeah, it, it was everyone man for themselves, but there was like a bracket. Okay, it was like a one on one. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I liked that way. I think they had one half of the bracket were guards, the other half was big guys, mm-hmm. and they did it that way. I like that. The, I think the best out of all the iterations of skill competition because. It took everything that was in the original skill competition and this one, too. And then it's like one person had to do all of it. Okay. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, Dame wins the uh, three-point contest. Yeah. yeah. First Blazer to ever win. That's uh, cool. That's cool. I mean, it's deserving. Yeah. I I, I think so, too. Um, I wanted Tyler. You wanted Tyler. Then you switched it to Julius Randle whenever he replaced Anthony Simmons. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I had to root for the home squad there, Mm -hmm. even though I knew there was no way in hell he was going to (laughs) win. Oh, I have a makeshift uh, on-the-go trivia here. Trivia, Mm -hmm. who has the worst three-point performance of all time, three-point contest performance of all time? Ooh. I'm assuming it's a Nick. No. Okay. Um, Is it, like, surprising? Yes. Clay Thompson. No. Is it recent? No. 90s. 90s? Um, Stockton. No. Um, 1993 point contest. Oh. Um, Jordan? Yes. Okay. Michael Jordan had the worst three point contest ever in 1990. He went five for 30. Let's comment that to the uh, Jordan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, LeBron didn't even do a dunk contest. Fuck LeBron. 
But yeah, my, Michael Jordan had the worst. That's very funny. That is funny. Uh, LeBron's gonna do a three point contest just to see. Oh, he'd wreck. <laughs> he'd, get, he'd, he'd, he'd get more than five. Way more than five. He'd get probably. Was 20. that the only one Jordan did? Yeah. Wow. So he only needs to do one. Yes, it's one be five. <laughs> he should do that his final season. Hey, sweet. Like kind of like sweet. a wa- like was. his like his walk off tour, which I'm assuming he'll he'll do. Yep. It, it, the opening sentence says article is Michael Jordan only took part in one three point contest in his career. Parentheses, thankfully. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The dunk contest is it back? It might be. Mac McClung, our guy. Yeah. We, we talked about him on the pod for the last couple weeks. He he ended up winning the dunk contest. Um, Shaden Sharp pulled out last second from the Rockets. They, I forget who they replaced with some someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but it was a good dunk contest. I really yeah. only saw Max dunks. I liked his. Yeah, dunks. I only looked at his highlights. I didn't watch the dunk contest itself. Yeah. But um, really, I was at David Buster's. Huh? I was at David Buster's yeah. during it. I was doing my own three point contest with the um, okay uh, game. Yeah, the uh, Connect Four. Oh. Basketball? Did you see that? Oh, that that's cool though. I, I can get with that. Yeah, too. it's just it just connect yeah. four, but you shoot basketballs into the thing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk with that. It's so cool. Um, I'm kind of thinking, fuck inviting other players. Just get G League people. That's what I was saying. That's what I said like, when yeah. I announced Mac. I said it doesn't matter who if it's big name or not. Get someone who's like good at. If you're not gonna dunking. get names anyways, go for people who can dunk. Yeah, go for the that, G League people. Yeah, that's dunk. my exact take. Couple weeks ago, honestly, yeah, that that is a great take. Yeah, um, I. With that being said, though, I did see after the game that Zion Williamson said he'd do it next year. Oh, if he's I'm healthy. sure. Yeah. If he's healthy. <laughs> now everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, all right, I can." Do oh, that. it's cool again. <laughs> yeah, yeah Zion, a white, Zion said he'd do a it white guy year. won the dunk contest. All right, all right. But he, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> he also was never healthy during the All Star break yet. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he always would have done it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the white the, the I, white man I, wins. We all gotta take it back. Yeah, we all we all gotta hop back in. Yeah, I saw a funny TikTok. It was like this one guy, he's hanging out with like these other, uh, his black friends, I guess. And uh, he was like, everybody's going to be scared now. We got Max McClellan win the dunk contest. Luke is up for MVP. <laughs> it's our time. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, that's great. Um, all right. Next, the game. Team yeah. Giannis won. Jason Tatum, MVP. Okay. 55 points, most in an All-Star game ever. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's the Kobe Bryant award or whatever? Yeah, which okay. is extra cool for him. Did they do that point thing still? I think so. Okay. I didn't watch it. I don't know why they did that. It's, Final it's... score is like 187 to like 170-something, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I don't know. All-Star games. So I saw something about the All-Star game viewership being way down compared to the past. And I don't really care. Like people like were like making a big deal. Like dude, the games are so fucking stupid. These games, every all all star games are so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be so fucking stupid. It's mm-hmm. not a serious game. Yeah. And like, who cares about the uh, viewership stuff? I feel like the all star games more of like a you got to be there in person thing. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're at an all star game live in person, it's probably so much more fun than sitting. I feel like they should just it. make funny situations like that would kind of be weird, like. I don't know, like big like uh, rivalries or debates throughout the year. Maybe like test them out in the All Star Weekend. Yeah, like Jordan versus LeBron uh, AI simulations. Yeah, I don't know, something <laughs> weird, you know, like yeah, I, I just fuck it. Nobody watches. You no might as well watches. make it like crazy things. Yeah, like that. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just do just do wacky things. 
I kind of like what hockey does. I also kind of hate what hockey does. Mm-hmm. They do each division has their own team, and yeah. they do a good little round robin tournament. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. By round robin, I mean like the Eastern one division plays the other division. Yeah, and then the, they play in the championship. Like in the NFL, maybe get like Lamar Jackson in there and have him like try to do a running challenge, mm-hmm. like a running back oh. drill or challenge there, and like see if put him against like an AI simulation of Michael Vick. Yeah, they, they and should see if it like if he's better. Or yeah. you or you should just do everyone has to play out of position. It doesn't really work for, for mm-hmm. fo- basketball, but for football. Yeah. Like yeah. making the offensive line like Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and making the wideouts like Yeah, like why not? Who gets Yeah, like Trent uh Williams. And then it all leads to the plot of Rocky Five. That'd be sweet. <laughs> sweet crossover. Yeah. Um one other thing I didn't note, the celebrity game I do the Rise of Stars of Celebrity Game, but DK Metcalf had an insane game. I did see that, yeah. Uh, he actually got drug tested after. Really? <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure. I think I did fact check like, this. I think we weren't watching. I'm pretty sure I have to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure there's the same like weekend as the All-Star uh, the last weekend. There's like one of those fake videos, you know, like, of like Steph hitting like five full quarters in a row. Mm. Like, the, like the really good CGI yeah. and him jumping like insanely high. And then... He had like an insane performance in the All Star game, and so he like tweeted. He got like a, a text from someone from the uh, yeah. NFL office. Let me look it up real quick. It's so funny. That's fucked. Bro, this is after the verse. Hey, great thing. game yesterday, DK. Yeah. Now your drug test is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna look up on word reporting. No, yeah, too yeah. bad for a pod, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. If it didn't happen, I'm sorry for lying. The last thing about the All Star Game, Nuggets head coach Mike Malone said it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a great weekend with great players, but it's the worst basketball game ever played. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I coaching this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just talking so much shit on it. But once again, it's, it's more of like a hey, let's take it easy. We're, we're on break right now. It's a resume builder. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of a it's more like of an honor to become an all star. Yeah, yeah. Than it is to like the, how fun it is to play in the game. Yeah, yeah. Dylan Brooks and Harden, they just the camera just show them both walking down the court, just nonstop jawing at each other this entire time. That's fantastic. There's about to be a fight. There, I, I, there is about to be a, Del, a Dylan Brooks fight right now. All right, um, headlines. Pretty much, this is all the headlines I have. So, um, we'll just kind of go through as needed. The Hawks fire Nate McMillan. Wow. So uh, shortly after extending him to a long-term contract, they ended up firing him. Uh, it's a shit show down in Atlanta right now. Never let him know your next move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think I reported on here a few times. Like it, Him and Trey Young didn't really like get along too well. Mm-hmm. They definitely had their issues. And if you're an organization, you're taking your star player side than your coach's side. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Like, you could find other coaches. It's tough to find another Trey Young. Mm-hmm. So you had to take Trey Young's side to keep him happy. Um, and it's not like they have accolades as far as the coaching position goes. Yeah, and Nate McMillan is good. He had a really good season for the uh, Hawks, which got him the extension and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think uh, I think he'll find a job elsewhere. Fine. Yeah. He's, he's a good coach. But you ha- I think that's a good move overall for the Hawks, just solely to keep Trey Young happy. Because mm-hmm. they're struggling this year, and like I said, there's been murmurs that those two don't get along. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I also saw that they are in talks with Quinn Snyder right now to come in and take over. Okay. I okay. think that's cool because I think Quinn Snyder had an insane year with the Jazz the last couple of years as a head mm-hmm. coach, and then he just didn't Yeah, I mean, the re-sign. team kind of fell apart. It wasn't – I don't think it was any fault yeah. of his own. And, he, and he, I think he – I don't think it was a 
firing for Quinn Snyder. I think it was a mutual. Uh, his contract was up and it's mutually parted. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, it's uh, Quinn Snyder in Atlanta. I don't know if it's going to change everything in Atlanta. I think a lot more might need to happen, but uh, I think that's a good replacement. All right. Next, the Nets extend head coach Jock Vaughn. Uh, he's his Brooklyn. Wait. Brooklyn's record since uh, Vaughn took over is 32 and 19. Yeah, um, which is not bad at all. Oh, that's good. What, what's the record now that, Ky- that KD and Kyrie are gone? Uh, you know, like one and four. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be seeing more of. Yeah, but that's because they all on the team. But he's getting the best out of, like, uh, who's that one dude who's been killing it? Cam something. Um, Cam Johnson. Yeah, he's been, no. Um, Campaign. Camera. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Um, Cam Thomas. Oh, okay. Cam Thomas. He's been killing it lately. Um, I mean, Nick Claxton's having, Nick Claxton's having a fantastic career year for himself. Um, Malik Bridges from going over from the Suns. He had an insane, like, one of his first games there. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it's it, their, their team's kind of rebuilding right now. And then just while we're on the Nets, Ben Simmons has more fouls per game than points per game. 3.3 and 3.1, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit show right now. Uh, fuck, I forgot to finish writing this one down. One second. I just don't know. I, I just keep forgetting his last name. But with Ben Simmons, too, I think it's funny. I, I saw somebody like trying to deep dive like what happened to Ben Simmons, and it he went – he went over the, uh, what was it, the Hawks and Sixers series, and he said, you know, I don't think this was the series, though. And he went to, he thinks that Bradley Beal caused it because the game, the series prior to that Hawks game where he kind of collapsed, he was playing against the Wizards with Bradley Beal, and he was going to shoot a free throw for the, I think, to tie the game or win it. And he had to make, he had to make one. And he told, I guess they were chirping at the line, and Bradley Beal said, you know, there's no way you're making this. And Ben Simmons says, I bet you 20K that I make both. And then, or 5K that I make both. And then ben, Bradley Beal said, I'll raise that to 20K. Oh, no. And then Ben Simmons proceeds to miss the first three throw. No, no, no. <laughs> he's in his head. He's in yeah, his so head. Like, Bradley Beal, so no. He's, so he's speculating that Bradley Beal is what caused the Ben Simmons collapse. That's, that's so funny. That's so funny. Bradley Beal, best defender in the league. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's it's the Celtics head coach Joe Mazzola. Okay. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's. Yeah, Mazzola. Yeah, Mazzola. So he's obviously the guy to cover uh, for Ime Adoku. Um The Celtics just finally announced that he will be permanently head coach moving forward. Ime is uh, officially done for the Celtics. Damn. Damn. So does that mean you think a team's gonna sign him, or do you think we're, do we all think he's like gonna be damaged goods now with this whole case or whatever it is? I think I don't have it written down. I don't have it for sure, but I'm pretty sure I read that Nia Long is pissed at the Celtics organization for making their she private told, life she public. She told me that after I DM'd her. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's a good coach. I think he's definitely gonna get hired somewhere. I think whoever's firing their coach at the end of this season will he'll be the first one picked up. Okay. Yeah, I can I can believe that. Mm-hmm. If the Hawks just go for him now. Might, might as, well. as well, yeah. I mean, they're in the consideration with Quinn Snyder. Um, 
The Bucks signed Myers Leonard to a uh, 10-day contract. Yeah, isn't he the guy with the uh, racist comments on Twitch? Uh, Anti-Semitic, yeah. Yeah, okay. He, yeah. Used, he, used, a, he used a Jewish K-word when oh, he was playing yeah, Warzone. Yeah, yeah, And then he, then he claimed he didn't know what that word was. Yeah, okay, bud. That's why he's on the Heat. Then, then, we, cut, then we cut him immediately. Yeah, because the Heat was on. Yeah. <laughs> we cut him immediately, and then uh, this, this would be the first team he... It's the first team he plays for since the Heat. Damn, that's crazy! He got another chance. I know. I think we. I think he got. Uh, he was gonna get a chance in OKC after us, but then it just ended up not being. But working out. Um. Next, the Bulls signed hometown kid Pat Bev for the rest of the season. Um, on the Pat Bev podcast, Pat Bev's one of the first thing he said was, "I looked at the rest of the Bulls' schedule. We played the Lakers twice." I get, I, and then he's like, I'm going to try to keep him out of the playoffs. So wow. he's already starting talking shit on the Lakers. He saw the Bulls play him twice, and those two games are going to be must-watch. Is he just Pat Bev being Pat Bev, or is there actually bad blood? I mean, I think he's probably pissed that he got traded. He loved it. He liked playing with LeBron. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably pissed. I'd be pissed, too. I mean, if I was in a, if I was in a locker room with Russell Westbrook, and I thought that they were getting rid of a point guard, I wouldn't think it was me. That's true. That's true. Meanwhile, they got rid of both. Um, speaking of Russell Westbrook, the Clippers officially signed Russell Westbrook. Uh, as I mentioned last week, Paul George was pushing for that. He really wanted to play with Russell Westbrook, Westbrook again. Um, I know a lot of people have jokes and stuff about Russell Westbrook. I think this is a good move. I think I think you're gonna get you have been getting better minutes from. Uh, Russell Westbrook this season than you have been have uh, John Wall or Reggie Jackson who were the Clippers top two point guard options before they they traded him them at the deadline too. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big upgrade to the point guard position. Yeah. Um, and with Kawhi being healthy and playing a lot more, I think that you're going to get uh, a, a better Clippers team when everyone's playing. Yeah, I think so. I mean. Paul George was already campaigning to bring him on board, so I think they're going to have some good chemistry and it's going to work out at the end of the day. I think so, too. Um, all right, next. The Heat signed Kevin Love and Cody Zeller. Um, obviously, uh, Kevin Love's the more bigger name out of that, too. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a fantastic move. I think this is the type of move I wanted at the deadline and or this offseason. Um Yes, I, there's better power forwards out there than Kevin Love, but I also think Kevin Love has still been showing the last couple of years that you can give you significant minutes. I think he can even start and be 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 very effective starting. And with Cody Zeller, I think you're going to get the same amount of productivity as you did from Dwayne Dedman. So yeah. you basically get rid of Dwayne Dedman, get rid of his contract, and bring in two guys, one of which already matches Dwayne Dedman. So you're basically getting a Kevin Love on top of it. So yeah, I, think, and, I think it's a good And move. with, like, the cast that you guys have and you're starting for, aside from the power forward, like, throwing Kevin Love in there, that's not bad either. Yeah, I mean, you got Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo would be the starting five. Mm-hmm. That's a good starting five. Yeah, yeah. Off the bench, you got Cody Zeller. You've got Victor Oladipo. you got Gabe Vincent. You've got... Strews. Strews, Duncan Robinson, Yurt Seven. Um, I think... Jovic. Jovic. <laughs> Highsmith sometimes. I don't know. I think I think we'll be okay. I still think the Bucks and Celtics would be tough to beat. Uh, even the Sixers might be tough to beat in a mm. seven-game series. But I think it's definitely a move that's going to help us. No, I, I agree. 
I agree. I think you can win the first round. Second round will be tough. Yeah. Then we make it to the East Conference Finals, then at that point it's anyone's mm-hmm. game. Because if we're good enough to make it out of the second round, then I think I'm underestimating my own team. Yeah. All right. The last thing I have for the NBA is that LeBron James claims, quote, it's uh, 23 of the most important games of my career for the regular season. Um, the Lakers, yeah, so he's saying the last 23 games for the regular season for the Lakers, most important games of his career. I mean, do you think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs? What, what are, where are they sitting now? Two games back from the playing game. I mean, if we consider the playing game the playoffs, then yes. Well, playing game, then you have to win the playing game, then you're in the playoffs. Then no. Do you think they're going to make the playing game and lose? Yeah, yeah. So right now, say they sneak into that 10 spot, they would be playing the Pelicans in a seven-game series. Which I'd take the Pelicans in a seven-game series. Pelicans healthy, yes. Mm-hmm. Which, that being said, though, I think the Pelicans healthy, they bump out of that, they they, they break the top six, and then you're going to have, like, the Mavericks. Yeah, which... The Pelicans are probably the best team out of... The teams that aren't in the top six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Mavs. I think you can beat. I think the Lakers could beat the Mavs in seven games, maybe. But yeah, I don't no, think it's Kyrie. No, no, they have Kyrie. I think LeBron will go all out in that series, though. Yeah, but then you still have Luca. You still have yeah Christian Wood. Yeah, like, I don't know. Then if you don't get that, the other game, the other teams in the playing games are the Warriors, the Pelicans. That's where it gets, yeah. Yeah, the Thunder, <laughs> which they, I think the Lakers beat the Thunder. and The Warriors uh, are going to win the playing games. Two people won the playing games, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Timberwolves. I think the, the Timberwolves can even beat the Lakers. Maybe, maybe. It depends on if Anthony Edwards wants to show up. Yeah. And it, if Cat and Rudy Gobert decide to show up. Mm-hmm. Bert, that's all I got for NBA. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's take it over to the return of top fives with top five fast food items and a surprise entrance of top five pop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Dirty Top Five. All right. Little surprise twist here going into the top fives, the return of the top fives. Off pod, we had a little discussion, and it kind of led to a hot route top five of top five pops. Um, so we now have two top fives for the uh, segment here today. So top five pops is going to be going first, top five fast food items second. But after the coin toss, I did win in a surprising turn of events. New year, new me. Did not, did not need to use your trump card. No, no. Which I don't even have printed yet, so you can't anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I elected to go get the back-to-back on the fast food items, go first for the pop, and you'd pick to have the pop draft go first. So with that being said, um, so these are all going to be drinks that you find in a like soda fountain machine that you get at like a fast food joint, essentially. Yes. Um, that's kind of the clarifications of it. Any like subsequent brand, like you can't just take all Mountain Dews. You have to go specific with the Mountain Dew that kind of atmosphere and that kind of route in our picks is the mentality there. Um, but with the number one overall pick, I'm going to go with Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Um, it was the, it's, it's been the most iconic soda or pop, sorry, for several years now. And it finally got them to a point where they actually released it publicly, like in like gas stations now that you can get it like at certain times of the year. Um, 
before when it was like only found to talk about, it was such like a treasure. Like you went to talk about, you got a Baja blast. It's still that way. But like, that was like the whole thing. That was like Taco Bell's whole kick. And I think that puts it very high up on the list for me in the number one pick. Yeah. So I had Baja blast my list. It wasn't going to be my top pick. So uh, I'm fine with it. Um, I do like Baja Blast. I feel like, I feel like for a while there, I just never had Baja Blast when it was really popular. I just kind of like, I don't know, man. I'm just not gonna even try it. I'm just gonna be one of those off the wall, try to be different. Like I don't even like Baja Blast. Aren't I interesting? And then I tried it one day, and I was like, holy shit, this is yeah. good. Yeah, I, I, what's it called? I feel like the first time I ever had it was surprisingly drinking. Yeah, like a high school drinking session when it, when it just got announced to like cans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone like brought it and we like put vodka with it and it's like great. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I like Bob Blast, but tequila would be good with it probably. Oof, oof, Maron. Um, but yes, I was not my pit top pick, so I'm okay with it. My number one pick, I'm gonna go Sprite. Okay. Um, I love Sprite. When I was a kid, it's my favorite pop. There's another one I'm not gonna mention yet. That I also love, but Sprite I like a lot. Um, and we kind of started this whole debate from a star. from from Sprite because we're not going to draft this, but Sierra Miss's new name is Starry, <laughs> and we're talking about how stupid it is and how bad it has to be. Like it's Sprite is so much better that like Sierra Miss had to change her name like three or four times. Yeah, just to try to combat with it. Yeah, and Sprite <laughs> just been chilling. That's I'm just Sprite. I'm just mm-hmm. chilling. So Sprite's the superior lemon-lime soda, yeah. and I love lemon-lime soda, so I have to go Sprite. All right. um, with my second pick, I'm not going to go with my favorite pop. I'm saving that, maybe. Okay. I'm going with Mountain Dew Code Red. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, Because uh, you took in Baja Blast. I knew Code if I You're probably going to go Code Red next, and I love Code Red. That's my favorite Mountain Dew variation mm-hmm. is Code Red. Yeah. Um, it, I, I, I would get... Code Red with uh, my uh, Salsa Rico every single time in the talk at UPJ. Gotcha. That's like my go-to pop I'd pull from the talk. Uh, I love it. Yeah, so right. Code Red. Um, I was not going to take another Mountain Dew. I didn't want to get too Mountain Dew happy. Yeah, I get that. But I'm going to go with my number two pick, um, Cherry Coke. Okay. Cherry Coke. It is standard Coke. I mean, you go to a movie theater. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. You get the cherry soda. Um, I don't know why, but Chick-fil-A's cherry Coke just hits differently sometimes. I think it's a little, like, crushed up ice they put in there for you. Um, it's always a banger. It's it's like it's like the fundamental, you know? It, it's just it's always... Tim, it's a Tim Duncan of, uh, yeah. of Pops. Mm-hmm. It, it's never going to let you down. You're always going to have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not going to be, like, this big grandiose thing, but it's, uh, you know, it's always going to be reliable on what you need in the moment. You're always going to have a good time with it. <laughs> um, for my number three pick, I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Um, dude, it's like a weird thing with Dr. Pepper, but I love it. Like, it's almost spicy mm-hmm. in a way. Um, the flavor is very unique and iconic that you can't really place it anywhere else. Trivia. Yeah. How many flavors? 23. I think that's correct, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you just dropped trivia on me without the answer knowing it? I, 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 I was between 23 and 27. So <laughs> you, the fact that you said 23 has to be correct because that's yeah. one of the two numbers I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you had any other Dr. Pepper flavors in your list, but. I, my mom keeps Dr. Pepper cream soda around, yeah, and that's good. Its, it's variations are all very good. Like the cream soda one, like you were saying. Also, their cherry variations also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the one they were dropping with the Jurassic World movies, the Dr. Pepper Berry. That was interesting, yeah. I bet that's really good. Um, remember when Dr. Pepper had the Dr. Pepper for men? No, no. <laughs> it was like the, uh, I think it was this regular Dr. Pepper, but they started branding it for men at one point. Oof. Things that wouldn't fly in 2023. <laughs> Dr. Pepper non-binary. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, wait. Sorry, lady. <laughs> yeah, so it's like an old ad campaign that Dr. Pepper 10 was for men only. So Dr. Pepper 10. <laughs> that Dr. Pepper isn't for women. Uh, Dr. Pepper 10 isn't for women, but we may have something more your speed at drpepper.com. Let me see. I doubt they have it on their website still. <laughs> yeah. They're going to say like, what it was, the whole ad campaign. That's hilarious, though. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> you should put Dr. Pepper 10 on the graphic. <laughs> It's like when you go through your old Facebook history and you're like, oh, that's in poor taste now. Like, I should not have said that. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Dr. Pen 10 is only for men. Oh, man. Okay. But yeah, that's my number three pick. All right. I go back to back here. I'll take it. I just knew it was going to make it to me at some point. So I was, but I'm going to be honest with myself. My favorite pop is Diet Coke. So I'm going Diet Coke at number three. I... I feel like that's always a parent thing to drink and not really whatever, but I feel like more and more recently diet Coke's got way, way more popular. Yeah. I feel like there's more people like younger people drinking diet Coke and a lot of people like diet Coke more than regular Coke now than they ever did before. Mm-hmm. So and diet, I've always been a diet Coke train. Um, those commercials with uh, Britta from community kind of sucked, but like, yeah. it's like, why do I drink diet Coke? Cause I can. I don't like commercials like that. But yeah. Diet Coke, I love Diet Coke. When I think of pop, I think of Diet Coke. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, pretentious people in those commercials for Diet Coke sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just like their pop better without the sugar taste. Okay. So I just like Diet Coke better. Um, number four, ever since uh, I was a little kid watching Keenan and Kel, I've been a big fan of orange soda. So I'm going to go with Orange Crush because I think that's the superior of the orange sodas. Um, but literally... If I had, I I picked Code Red because I love Code Red, but I also knew you, you might have taken it, so I took it too. But I honestly think my top three is Diet Coke, Sprite, and Orange Crush. So okay. I got all three of my top three and my top four. I'm kind of happy with it. Um, but yeah, I love orange soda. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, damn. I have like three options I want to go with here. We get two. I know, and I'm just I'm having a tough time deciding between them. Were you, was it one of those low-key you kind of hoped I took one of them so you didn't have yeah, to make your decision yeah, for yeah. you? Uh-huh. Just so it made my decision a little bit easier. Um, my number four pick, I'm going to go with uh, Barks Root Beer. Okay. Root okay. Beer's great. Okay. You don't like Root Beer? I do. Yeah. I have a different brand. Yeah. That I, I that I was gonna take with my five pick, I'm still gonna probably take it. So we're gonna have to divide okay, people wait, on wait, the brands. Okay, okay, okay. Then I won't take root beer. Then I'll go with Cherokee Red. Okay. Cherokee Red. Um, 
Cherokee Red, I had on my list. I like Cherokee Red a lot. That but was, was but I, I took... Oh, shit. Yeah, Cherokee Red, I like a lot. I was having on my list. I I picked Code Red over it, and I feel like you can't have two red sodas on your true, list. True, true. Um, but yeah, Cherokee Red, dude, it is probably the best soda I've ever had in my life, and it's just so hard to find sometimes that it's a pain in the ass for that reason. But I love it. Every time I see it, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I'll take that in my number four spot. My number five... Might get some slander for this, but when you're sick, ginger ale is a banger. Yeah. So I'm gonna take Canada to dry, Canada Dry. Oh. Yeah, I I disagree with the brand, but I love yeah. ginger ale. Yeah, I love Canada Dry, dude. You're uh, you're Schweppes guy. Schweppes, I like Schweppes. Okay, I, you know it's it's, it's kind of similar, you know. Um, but like like I said, it's really specifically when you're sick. Like if you're not sick. Ginger ale tastes like ass. Yeah, I agree. But when you're sick, it hits and it works. It's crazy. It's the best. I love it when I'm sick. And I love it like I actually had it whenever I was in the hospital when I was recovering. They said, Well, you want the drink? I said, Give me a ginger ale. I had a ginger ale. Um, Seagram's I like too as a brand. Seagram's uh, ginger ale, but I'm a Schweppes guy. But I, I, I think ginger ale is a great pick. I didn't put it on my list, but I was, I had it as my number 10 spot if I could not find 10 other ones. Gotcha. So I, I do like ginger ale. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, my last pick, like I said, it's gonna be root beer, but I'm going. I like A and W better. I like A and W, and I even like mug. I even like mug more than Barks. I don't hate Barks. I think root beer is root beer. Yeah, yeah. But for me, if I'm like down the aisle, the pop aisle, and I see the root beer section, and I'm picking one, I'm picking A and W. Uh, solely because I don't know. I just they have a whole fast food restaurant. That's A and W hot dogs. Like they they built a whole. Fast food restaurant off of root beer. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, because they like made iconic the root beer float. Yeah, and root beer floats are bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They are. They're so good. All right. Um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, I had a few. Um, I had grape crush. I had grape Fanta. Okay. Okay. Um, I just, I I love grape soda. Yeah. Um. Also, high C, I, the I, the lava burst. Is that what color is that? The orange. I had orange high yeah. C. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the fruit punch is good too, or the red high C, but orange high C is the best. In my yeah. Opinion. Then I also had Pepsi, just because I'm a Pepsi household. It's yeah. kind of what I grew up on, so it's my kind of nostalgia flavor, yeah. I guess you could say. Um, but I understand I might be the minority in that. But hey, I was raised differently, so sue yeah. me. Okay, I will. <laughs> I also had uh, Seven Up on mine. Yeah, be, it'd be a tough list with two lemon lime sodas. That's why I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my top five pops are Baja Blast, number two Cherry Coke, number three Dr Pepper, number four Cherokee Red, and number five Canada Dry Ginger Ale. When you're sick, you can put that in parentheses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number one Sprite, number two is Mountain Dew Co Red, number three Diet Coke, number four Orange Crush, number five A and W Root Beer. All right. Oh, might as well leave it over here. Um, yeah, that's a nice little audible. We did literally decide that right up. Oh, there's Starry, too, speaking of the devil. As soon as we finish the top five uh, pop draft, and the same commercial with Starry in it, which made us draft this in the first place. Wait a minute. There's Starry in the beginning of that was commercial. That, was that a chicken wrap with KFC mashed potatoes in it? It's K- KFC snack wraps, yeah. Spicy. I think it's mashed potatoes in it. No, 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 no. I think it's sauce. I think it's sauce. Never mind. Uh, 
I was gonna say, if you but the a, spicy one's so good, dude. If you put, I don't know, I ever had. One. I might be, I might be able to just brand some for KFC. But if you take a snack wrap with KFC's chicken, you put it wrapped in mashed potatoes and then a little bit of gravy down the middle of it, mm-hmm. and then throw in whatever the fuck else you want. That's a banger item. Definitely. Well, speaking of that, that's a good transition because we're gonna get into fast food items. So if that was, if they made that, maybe that would be a thing. Um. Uh, you can even get their mac and cheese and throw it in there, and that'd be wild. That'd be wild. There are one of their potato wedges in there. Mm. All right, we're just talking about their items now, which yeah. is we're skipping away <laughs> picks. Um, I don't have anything KFC on my list. I have, I have two things KFC on my okay. list. Uh, Bert, top five fast food menu items. It could be literally anything on a menu. Um, the exception of pop. Yeah. And other drinks we can do, but no pop because we just did a pop one. Uh, technically, Baja Blast was draftable a lot before we made the new. The new list. Um, yeah, you won the coin toss. I wanted to go back to back here. I think this is more of a broader field than it is a specific. I think number one pick here is tough. Yeah. But I am going to go. I don't know if it's on your list or not, but similar to the other fast food draft where you made me go first, I have to go with my one of my favorites. I'm going with the Taco Bell item. Okay. I'm going with the Crunchwrap. Ooh. My number one pick is the Crunchwrap. That's a good one. I have two Taco Bells on my list. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to go about double Taco Bell or not. Maybe, depending on how the board shakes out. Yeah. But the Crunchwrap, it's just an ingenious idea. Yeah. In general, it's like, hey, let's get a, a burrito wrap, put a, a hard taco, but flatten in the middle, and just make just load it up with shit. Um, it's easy to eat. It's very good. Always good. They always do variations of it. Um, and I think it's one of the biggest staples of Taco Bell's menu. I think that's like Taco Bell's number one item. For sure. Um, and it's at least the most iconic item. Um, so I had to go crunch up number one. Okay. Okay. Um, fuck. All right. My number one, I'm going to go with, fuck. It's a topic. There's so much. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Baconator. The Baconator. Um, dude, Wendy's hit a bop. With the Baconator, the amount of bacon, the sheer amount of bacon you get on that sandwich is, like, insane. Um, plus, it's always, like, it's always, like, that good bacon. You know when you go to fast food joints and it's, like, that shitty, like, you know, wet, yeah. dangly it's bacon? Yeah, it's, like, the Applewood smoked, like, crispy bacon. It's fucking, it's just insane. It's an orgy, orgy in your mouth. Yeah, it's thick. It's why, that's why. Like, you bite into it and you, like, feel the bite into it. Yeah. Other places, the bacon kind of just dissolves on your tongue. Yeah. Yep, and it's like it's always like a tall sandwich too. You know what I mean? They they always make it good for you. So I'm gonna take that as my number one overall. Um, we're good for number two here. Number two, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the famous bowl from KFC. The fuck you said you don't have anything for KFC? I, 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 I forgot. That's I, I was going to take that because I was like, oh, you don't have one, so I was going to save it for last. Fuck. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm going to take the famous bull. I, I would have probably taken that one. I'm sorry. <sighs> that Honestly, I understand how that might be construed as a devious attempt to snake that from you, but I, that was not malicious at all. I had, <laughs> I had no intent of doing that. But, dude, the famous bull... With the potatoes and the corn and the chicken and the cheese. And then 
encompassed in gravy, cascaded in gravy, is just a fantastic, and it's so filling, and it's only like what, like five bucks usually. You get like a meal with it, you get a biscuit or whatever. Um, banger item, very inventive, inventive item too. Like nobody else has anything like that. People have tried to replicate it in the past, and it hasn't really hit the same as the famous bowl. So I'm gonna take that at my number two spot. Yeah, no, I love the famous bowl. I think uh, KFC using mashed potatoes because they're the only fast food that has mashed potatoes, really. And Popeyes does, but KFC is reign supreme with that. Um, you know, famous bowls are great. I love famous bowls. Um, you bastard. All right, with my second pick, I'm also gonna dip into the Wendy's well here. Uh, I think bacon air is my number one Wendy's item, but close number two is their spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, Wendy's yeah. spicy chicken sandwich is so good. Um, it's very like slept on too. It's very slept on. Yeah, and when all these people, all these different places started coming out with, like crispy chicken sandwiches and stuff, they all like started jumping the chicken sandwich game. But I still think this Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is my favorite out of all of them. So I'm going with that number two. Number three. I'm going to go the side item. Okay. I don't know. This might look bad on the graphic. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you up to? What are you brewing up there? I think there's better fries. No, I think I, I have more. I have a, a favorite fry over this, but I think the best fries is McDonald's French fries. Yeah, I mean, when you get McDonald's fries, great. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, they're the best in the game. Uh, they're 1-1. One, one. They're goaded for the, for fries in the game. So I have to go with the McDonald's French fries as my number three pick. The only thing is the shelf life is atrocious for the fries. Yeah. Like, and It's like a huge drop-off, too. It's not even like a steady decrease, you know, to that, like, staleness. It's just, like, immediately, like, after 20 minutes, done. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Was that your was that two picks? That's my two picks. I had the okay. crispy, uh, spicy chicken sandwich and fries. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. All right. My uh, number three. <sighs> I'm going to take uh, the McGriddle. Right. Eh? For the McGriddle, dude? Uh, I'm not a big breakfast guy, so I really don't like the McGriddle at all. The sausage McGriddle, or even the bacon one, always a bop. It's fantastic. Like, their little pancakes with the syrup infused in there is so great when you wake up in the morning. And you actually make that breakfast time, surprisingly, after a long night of drinking. And, mm-hmm. dude, it McDonald's breakfast never misses for me. See, when I'm hungover, I'd rather have a greasy something from McDonald's. Not, I mean, like I guess burger it's, or something? yeah, burger fries over... Well, I'm hungover over yeah. a McGriddle. I don't, I don't like McGriddles, personally. That's a personal thing. I, okay. I understand its greatness because everyone loves it. I just don't like McGriddles. All right. All right. All right. I respect game. I don't love it. Gotcha. Um, hmm. Number... What, we, what am I on? Four? Number four, I'm going to take... It's tough. I'm going to take the quesarito. Quesarito, dude. That is my favorite item from Taco Bell, and they ripped it away from me, only to have this stupid little, if you order online, you can get a quesarito. But it's not the same quesarito. They don't use the shredded cheese on that outside shell. They use nacho cheese now, and it's not the same. It's not the same. That's why I didn't, I, that's why I didn't take it. That's yeah. why I put the Crunchwrap above it, because it's not, it's, not, it's not readily available anymore. So yeah. 
I I don't I don't like it's the current iteration. I never get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just honoring what it once was because it was so good when it was readily available in that menu. <sighs> they took it away and it ripped my heart out. Yeah, really did, really did. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like you combine a quesadilla and a burrito, like that's gonna be that's gonna be a great item. Talk about loves to just play with everybody's heartstrings. Get them hooked like crack on their new like menu item. Then all right, in six months we're gonna take it away. And, like, with no announcement either. It's just going to be, like, one day you show up to Taco Bell, you wanted that item, and it's gone. And you're at the point where you're like, should I just leave? Like, that's why I'm here, you know? But you're like, I'm, fuck, I'm here already, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love it. Taco Bell my was, my, was my number one, obviously, from the last draft, too. We figured that out. Quesarito was amazing. Dude, when I get to, to Taco Bell, it's always cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. I spend so much money at Taco Bell when I go because I just want a taste of everything. <laughs> so like, we're some people like have like an insane meal from Taco Bell for ten bucks. I usually end up spending like fifteen to eighteen because instead of getting a bunch of small dollar menu things, I always get like when Caserito's down, I get Caserito Crunchwrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your five? What? You five already? No, that's about four. Oh, never mind. I was like, I you're not getting another Taco Bell mm-hmm. pick there, right? No, no. cheesy, gorgeous, cheesy uh, gordita crunch. Um, Doritos Locos Tacos. Like, I want all this when I go, so I always get them, and they're always the more expensive items. It sucks. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are my picks. Oh, so, you got so, so I, get, I get two. My bad. No, I get one. Um, hmm. I, I'm i going to take this for number four. Since I didn't do my last two picks, I'll put it at four. Uh, I know there's not going to be much discussion because you never had it, but I'm going to go Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. I appreciate the art. Yeah, it's it. when whenever we're getting we're getting them here in the next year. Really? Raising canes, yes. Where? I don't know. <laughs> the Pittsburgh area. The Pittsburgh area is getting canes. It's gonna be over by you, and it's gonna piss me off. <laughs> but you work out there sometimes. I do. I do. So whenever it comes, you gotta try it. Yeah, it's so flame. The whole meal is literally it's just chicken fingers, crinkle fries, and a bread. piece of toast. And bread. And it's so good. It's insanely good. Any establishment that serves you like bread. Like a fast food joint, it's always good. Oh yeah, <laughs> Texas toast, it's so good. Um, so that's my number four. Yeah, I have a lot left. I do too. I but, have a lot of honorable mentions. But I'm gonna go number five. Uh, the staple of McDonald's, Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like it's like getting to the last round and seeing Jordan still on the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all went with the perfect personal preferences ever. I like the Big Mac a lot, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's here on five. I didn't think it was going to be. I have to take it. All right. All right. Um, my number five, I'm going to take Subway's Raspberry Cheesecake Cookies. I'm not a fan. What? Because I love the Subway chocolate chip cookies so much. Yeah. So when I get anything else, I'm like, it's not chocolate chip. Dude, but the Raspberry Cheesecake one's so good. Their cookies in general are always good. Yeah. Like, they're always the perfect consistency. Like, they're great. If we did the way I pitched before, we had to do certain, like, fill certain categories, I was going to go Subway cookies. Just in general. It's a blank statement of Subway cookies. Which, if you want to take that, you can. You can do specific if you want to. But um, I do love Subway cookies. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly, like, if I ever do go to Subway, since it was, like, at our university for – our entire year there, our years there. Um, it's not for the sub. It's not for the sandwiches. I go to Subway. It's for the cookie. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, dude, I could really fuck with one of those, and I'll just get like some like six inch sub, and then boom, three cookies. And I'll be like, nice, 
two for now, one for later. Absolutely. Um, honorable mentions. Uh, I have cheesy gordita crunch, like I said. Mm-hmm. Quarter pounder. Yeah, yeah, that was the one I was considering, but then I thought of the Baconator. Mm-hmm. If we did, we had to take two sides, I was going to go Arby's Curly Fries. Yeah. It's my that. favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chick-fil-A Waffle Fries. Yeah. The KFC Crispy Chicken Sandwich, I think, is better than all the other Christmas Chicken Sandwiches that were, like, that wow. fad. Yeah. So, like, I think it's Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich is, like, number one for chicken sandwiches, but, that, like, whenever everyone started popping up with them, yeah. the KFC is the best one. And then uh, DQ Blizzard, I also had. I had that on my list, too. Um, I also had the McRib. Yeah, and I knew you weren't a fan and of it. I would have, I would have pushed back because it's not a menu item. It is, but it's not it's seasonal not currently. It's a seasonal thing. They shut it down. Well, yeah, but yeah, but you can't go with items that aren't a thing anymore. Well, you can, yeah. No, I would, I would, I would have. It's not current fast food. I would have argued. I would have argued. Well, either way, I also had Popeye's spicy chicken tenders. Yeah, I never, they're so good. I've had Popeyes twice in my life. Yeah, I need both so, times I did not have that. Well, because so I went there the other day, and it was like the it was like a situation like with the Taco Bell thing I was saying earlier. I was going for the spicy tenders, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't have them." And I was like, "All right, see ya." <laughs> I was just like, "Nope, not good." I just made something else. Um, but then I also had Chick Fil A spicy chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. the frosty, yeah, Annie Ann's pretzel. And five guys Cajun fries. Yeah. And this one I thought of at when we were doing the pop draft because I didn't know where it would fall. But like as a last resort option, I also had McDonald's sweet tea. Yeah, I would have not counted that for the pop. I would have counted it for the. Yeah, that's what I was this. thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like, because like it's not readily available at other locations. And but... it's not in the soda machine. It's off to the side by itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. McDonald's apple pie. You fuck with those? Not really, because I always love their Cinemelts. McDonald's yeah. Cinemelts, but it's not an item anymore, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm always going to take it because it's mm-hmm. not an item. All right, we can agree to disagree there. <laughs> um, go through your list? Yeah, number one, the Baconator. Number two, the Famous Bowl. Number three, the McGriddle. Number four, the Quesarito. And number five, Subway Cookies, specifically the Raspberry Cheesecake. I had a Taco Bell Crunchwrap. Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, McDonald's French fries, raisin canes, chicken fingers, and a Big Mac. Alright. Um, Alright, with that being said, let's take it for the pop culture. You. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? Alright, and let's get into some pop culture. Alright. First up with the movies, we uh last week we recorded on Wednesday just because we were going to see Ant Man Quantum Mania. Um, so first reactions from us, well, not really first reactions. We kind of stewed on it for a week. My initial reaction when I left the theater was like kind of like a seven, five range, but after sleeping on it, you know, and kind of going through the work week, uh, I gave it a, I'm giving it a six, nine, 6.9 for the comedy. And, you know, I, I, it, it kind of like, after thinking on it for a little bit, it doesn't deserve the flack it's getting from the critics. But I think it's better than what we've seen somewhat recently with like Marvel movies, mm-hmm. at least for me. But yeah, I think originally I gave it closer. I think I'm a reverse you. I think I gave it more of a six eight six nine when I left the theater. But I think I am leaning towards more of like a seven two seven five. Yeah. Um, it's. I think in my head I, the other day I ranked the movies past Endgame, mm-hmm. 
and this was like top three. Yeah, I, th- I think it, I think it's No Way Home, Chong Chi, then this, then Wakanda Forever, in that yeah. order. Then Doctor Strange. I would agree. Then probably Thor, then Black Widow, then Eternals for me. I'd say Eternals, Thor. I'd say Eternals, Thor, and then Black Widow. Yeah. I like. I, I didn't hate Eternals and. Also, like, Thor, Love, and Thunder, I didn't really like that much. I just, I feel like they robbed us of, like, Christian Bale. Like, more opportunities of that. But anyways, back to Ant-Man. Um, so, spoiler warning, I guess, before we get into it. So, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, you plan on seeing it yet, you don't want to be spoiled, then you were warned. Um, so, Kang was awesome. At least, Jonathan Major's portrayal of Kang. Um, so, like, we were when the movie was initially over before the mid credit scene... I was like saying, I was going to tell you, like, the one scene I wish they added was like something to the Citadel Kangs or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, and I was like hoping for that. And then the mid the mid credit scene came and that's what it was. And I was like, all right, I'm cool with this movie. Like, I just wanted to see that. That's a very good like, hey, here's what's coming. You know, is these people like all these Kangs. So I'm excited for the future. I think it did set up a decent amount, considerable amount. Um Modoc was a little weird, but I, I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird seeing little Modoc ass mm-hmm. in his introduction. Um, Cassie's Cassie's a smoke. Yeah. You fuck with Cassie? I fuck with Cassie. Yeah, she's cute. She's Catherine Newton, Newt, Newt yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah, so I we're, we're sharing a mic. That's why um, <laughs> it's like guy monologuing than me monologuing because like we have to pass it back and forth. Do you want to just do all, all your takes on it? Then I'll do all my takes on it. Yeah, we can do that. I guess, uh, what else here? Um, so I kind of just did not like Janet's character throughout the movie in that she, it's like, okay, yeah, you went to the quantum realm, but like you were already kind of experimenting with the quantum realm before the events of uh, Infinity War based off the chronological order of the, of the MCU. But you didn't think of saying anything then, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like it could have been written a little bit better for some scenes, um, and like some other sequences, and you know, like the ants showing up at the end of the movie. I feel like every movie ever since Endgame, it's just like the same kind of gimmick of, all right, here's the here's your characters, here's some side characters. The end battle comes. Oh, the hero's too tough. Boom, everybody shows up and wins. Yeah. Like it's just kind of been that. Not only for Marvel movies, like other movies have done the same oh, shit. Yeah, Star Wars did it in Episode Nine. Like, I don't know. It just feels recycled at this point, and it's just I'm over it. I'm over it. Um, I guess I'll go through my complaints first with it. Yeah. Uh, I agree with the Janet thing. I think it's I think it's got very annoying. I I can't tell you yet. I can't tell you yet. Oh, bitch, you're you brought your whole family down to the quantum realm. When it's a good time to tell him, you just have to tell him. Like it was very annoying how she throughout the whole like first half of the movie is like, oh yeah, there's stuff down going on down here. I don't want to talk to you about. Yeah. Well, you gotta tell him eventually. You're here. You're in the shit of it. Um, they wasted Bill Murray. That yeah. that character was pretty lame. Uh, I mean, it's just Lando Calrissian. Uh, it's a old, <laughs> yeah, it's an old revolutionary guy who got uh, handed a city to run, and then at dinner he betrayed them to the bad guy. It's Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. If you put it like that, I guess so. It's Lando Calrissian. Um, then he got eaten by the thing they, the little squid thing he ate. So I think they wasted Bill Murray. I think Janet was kind of lame. That, when that thing got big, that was creepy as shit. It was very creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I did. I think they wasted hope in it too. I think hope was very monotone the whole time. Yeah, like she didn't even need to be there. And like technically, it's the Ant Man and the Wasp quantum mania. Like, yeah, she kind of got shafted. Yeah, it should have just went back to Ant Man because it was all Ant Man, which I liked. Mm-hmm. All the Scott stuff, all the Cassie stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think people hated the ants thing. I know you're saying it kind of just ha- helped at the end. I don't. I didn't hate that part. I kind of get it. It makes sense to me. Modok. I'm torn between Modok because. He, as a character, is, like, ridiculous. And he was very ridiculous in this. I thought the scene that's going around Twitter that everyone's roasting is the, come on, man, just don't be a dick. And, yeah, I am a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then he saves the day. He's like, I'm not a dick. I thought that was very corny and lame. Yeah. But there were other stuff with uh, Modoc I liked, though, a lot, actually. I feel like if they just took out the sequence of him saving the day at the end, mm-hmm. it would have been a little bit better yeah. with Modoc. Yeah, and I, it's just that the speech, the make him switch sides, the, the get him into it, just so stupid. I thought it was funny, though, when he was dying, and he was like, Scott, you're like a brother to me. <laughs> yeah. Is he my adventure so, now? Yeah, and I'm my adventure now. Yeah, so I thought that part was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought he, his humor was very funny. When they showed the creation of him and they had his little ass hanging there, I thought that was funny, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Weird. But it was funny. Yeah. I liked all the, uh, the little re- refugee village people, the guy, the drink and the goo. Mm-hmm. That was the guy, the voice, the Russian guy. I'm pretty sure I heard. Oh, oh, okay. The, the other, the ex-con guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. The the polka dot man. From, yeah. yeah. I, I heard he did the voice for that, okay. for that character. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. I liked Kane a lot. Kang a lot. I liked the Citadel of Kangs. I liked the, even the second post-grad scene too, which was a teaser for Loki season two, which I liked a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool that they, they tease a, a TV show in the after credits. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like that might be their new formula a little bit. Just like first credits, first is for the MCU overall itself, and the second is like, hey, check out on Disney Plus this fall. It wasn't like that corny, but, you know, just like a little cool sequence from the new show coming up. Um, but, okay. Go off that real quick. I, 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 I don't think it's me a thing. I think Loki's... I think Disney's realizing that people like Loki better than all the other shows. So I think that's the only reason they did a Loki one because like Loki's like the only good show they had. Yeah. Um but like that being said, I could see them doing like when the Marvels comes out, maybe the second trailer is like something for Miss Marvel season 2 or something like that. Yeah. Um but I w- I did want to say um so have you heard about the Be- the Beyonder? Uh, I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah. So, like, people are speculating that the Kang we saw in this movie didn't die when he was trans, when he like went into that little orb. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much the Kang Dynasty movie is going to be all of uh, the like Citadel Kangs that we saw at the mid credit scene. And then the Secret Wars movie is going to be the Kang that we saw in Ant Man Quantumania, kind of living in that, uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, whatever that dimension was called, where, where uh, he thinks of all these other pro- uh, possibilities. Um, yeah, the probability storm. Yeah, the probability storm, that was it. Um, so he's just going to constantly fight himself and thus get stronger, is like the theory behind it. And he becomes like kind of like the Beyonder, where um, pretty much he plucks out people and like makes them villains out of the multiverse. So that's how you get Secret Wars. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I hope so. I mean, I've heard theories that he's going to be alive, too. Yeah. Just because, like, that is going to be the Conqueror. 
like they're all different Kangs, but that's the Kang the Conqueror, yeah. and that's like the actual main villain out of all the Kangs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I can definitely see that being a possibility, and that'd make sense. That'd be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, I think um, I think the MCU's done a good job of like, okay, this character's dead, like for sure. Um, so like I don't think we got that with Kang in that little sequence. So that's why I feel like he's still kicking it. I, I also read on Twitter that Modoc's going to come back for another movie, too, yeah. but probably this multiverse Modoc, another yeah. Modoc. Yeah, I don't think you bring back Darren Cross at this point, yeah. but it'll be a different Modoc, maybe like the same voice actor or something like that. All right, I mean, anything else from Quantum Mania? I can't think of much else. Uh, I think Michael Douglas was wasted as well. well I felt like his uh, Hank's whole thing was just like. Uh, I'm gonna make jokes about how these ants are gonna save the day eventually, and they did. But the rest of the movie is kind of lame. So one more complaint. I think a great way to end it. So like, obviously, you introduced the movie with the Scott like inner dialogue, and then you ended the movie with that. But what if instead they brought back Michael Pena's character, mm-hmm. and like, um. Ant-Man's telling him about what happened in the quantum realm and saying, oh, yeah, and then Kang, like, we, we beat Kang and he's he's gone now. And then Michael Payne's like, wait, but what about this? And then, like, goes through that dialogue that Paul Rudd had with himself at the end of that movie that's mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe he is still alive. But it was, I could see that being a great way to do that. That'd be really cool. Uh, I also just, well, to that, I think that'd be pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Um I just going off one more thing. I I think it would have been better than if someone died, anyone That's died, true. anyone yeah. died because like it, it. I thought at least, I actually thought it was going to end with Hope and Scott being stuck down there, That's, yeah. and then it was going to be like the next movie Cassie gets him out or mm-hmm. the one of the after credit scenes was going to be her getting him out. Yeah. I thought the movie was going to end with those two just down there hugging, kissing, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. I did like the ending part. The entire time, I just remember this when you're talking about it. The entire time with the dialogue, I was expecting something weird to happen. Like they went to the wrong universe. Oh. Like when they came out, they came out wrong. That'd be cool. So like yeah. I, I, I just thought of it now. But whenever they're going through it, I was thinking whenever it was like going by, I thought people weren't going to recognize him, and I thought uh, other stuff like that was going to happen. That'd um, be interesting. And then they, they find out that they came out in the wrong universe. That'd be cool. I fuck with them. Like all of them did. Yeah. So now four or five, four of them are going to be in the wrong world. Five of them. came out is in their own universe and then. Scott's in a different one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool yeah. too. That, that's a great idea too. Fuck. Um, yeah, honestly, like we, we'd kill it. We'd kill it. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much everything we said. I, th- I thought Janet was going to die for sure. You can't have that amount of characters and not have at least one person die. Like whenever um, it was like. Janet, op- somebody opened the portal, and or Janet did, I think, right? And then she was, like, sending everybody through, but you see Kang kind of, like, uh, getting his- himself back together to fight. And then I thought, like, Janet was just going to sacrifice herself, push everybody else through the portal, and then just take one for the team. Mm-hmm. Destroy the orb. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be cool. I also think it'd be cool, too. If- I'm pretty sure it was Janet and Scott were up there with him before everyone else was. Mm-hmm. If Kang killed Janet in front of Scott and not in front of Hope, and then they come up and he's like holding her dead body, that'd be a cool scene too. Wow. It'd be very emotional, like of like Hank and yeah. Hope like crying and stuff. That would have been a good like emotional heartstrings moment. Um, before they even get to the part, like Scott defeats Kang, 
after Kang kills Janet. Yeah. And then it's just Scott sets him through the thing. And then as he's like on the ground, Hank clinging to life and like goes over to Janet, then the other everyone, all three come in. They're all like yeah. teary eyed. That would have been a good one, too. And Janet like whispers to Scott with her last breaths, like destroy the orb. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I, I love our review is just what we could have, what, what could have been better. What, what we, what we would have liked better. But honestly, I mean, it, it's worth the ticket, in my opinion. It's worth the ticket. It's a good watch. And it's better than the recent stuff the MCU's put out. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, the next things I have for uh, movies, uh, the MCU announced the Marvels will be delayed until November of 2023. They did give you, like, a little teaser for a poster with the movie just to kind of be like, we're sorry. It's delayed. Um, which kind of looked okay. I mean, it had... Um, what, what's Monica Rambo or is it a different girl? Yes. As Monica. Uh, one, no. Yeah. Or was Monica the old Monica, friend? Monica's the mom. Okay. Who's the daughter? <laughs> what's name? I hate it when they did that. Cause I feel like I never knew the mom's name and then they brought the daughter along and they had similar names. And I was like, fuck. Is Monica the daughter? It might be. I don't know. Either way. I mean, I, I enjoyed a character in like uh, WandaVision and shit. Maya? No, it's not Maya. Maria? Maria's the older one, Monica's younger. Okay, so when Monica Rambo's on the top of the poster, like in a space kind of setting, Captain Marvel's in the middle, and then you have Miss Marvel like down at Earth. So, I don't know, it seemed, it seemed like it's going to be a cool, cool movie, I think. I think it will be better than Captain Marvel was. I a thousand percent agree. I think it will be at least that. Yeah, I, I think I think Captain Marvel is one of my least favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. It's because of. It's because. In my opinion. I just thought they overpowered Carol and now all the movies so far. Mm-hmm. Um, she's powerful. She's powerful. Yeah. I mean, I like Brie Larson a lot, but I feel like she, they're doing not. They're doing Carol Danvers not as it had disservice. I feel like they writing for a character kind of sucks so far. Um, you have a good actress. You have a good hero, and they're kind of doing her dirty. I think they did good with. Uh, Miss Marvel. They did, I think yeah. they did really good with her on the TV show. For sure. And I think Monica was solid in WandaVision. So I think this is a really like a chance for Marvel to save Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Like, as like a character. Because mm-hmm. in Endgame, she was way too overpowered. I didn't really care about her in their own movie. So like this needs to be a good movie for her, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next thing I had, the MCU also announced they're going to be casting for the Fantastic Four soon. So get ready for uh, resurfacing of everybody's fan casting for Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. And most of them will have Emily Blunt as Sue Storm and John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, They're also trying to make yet another Hellboy reboot movie. Just shaking my head on that one. How many times are they going to try to make Hellboy? Did they do it with David Harbour recently? Yeah, it failed miserably. It was like it was like a very bad movie. <laughs> um, and then the live action Lilo and Stitch movie actually had their first casting announcement. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is cast into the movie in an undisclosed role in the Lilo and Stitch live action movie. Hear me out. Make him the sandwich experiment. That's friends. With, that's the little sidekick to the whale, dude. Yeah, that'd be iconic. Yeah, 
I don't think it'll be that though. But that would be a great casting. Just a little sandwich guy. Yeah, I didn't know they're making this movie, and I don't want them to make this movie. I do. I do. I'm intrigued. I think it could be good. If done right. If done right. Like, it needs to be very top-tier CGI stitch, I think. And I think, I don't know. I don't know what you do with Jumba and Pleakley, but... There's just some things that you, don't need to be need live action. Solid like actors though for that, I think. Yeah, I, I maybe. maybe. I, I just don't, I just don't think it's gonna look good with the actors with CGI, and I think the, I think the CGI is gonna be the issue. Maybe. I think it's gonna look clunky and not good. Maybe, yeah. But this is something that you, it's made to be a cartoon because you have a bunch of different alien creatures around in Hawaii. Yeah. It's just going to be corny when they do it. Do you think they're going to bring back the deleted scenes from the original movie, but live action them? Probably. <laughs> like the plane flying through the city instead of Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, that was bad. That was bad looking back. But, uh, all right. Um, then the only other thing I had was Bruce Willis's family came out and announced that he's suffering from uh, aspicia which is the uh, loss of ability to understand or express speech. And uh, just tough time for the guy. Worst mm-hmm. thing for, like, an actor, too. Um, so prayers up to the Willis Willises. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I have for movies, except for something that dropped today, which Ryan so kindly reminded me of. Steven Yen was cast in the Marvel's Thunderbolt movie. Uh, apparently, he's going to be joining in a major role. Um. So the speculations are starting as to what role that is. I saw some funny comments saying he, they should just cast him as a live-action Invincible and just not explain how and whatso- in any way whatsoever. Um, I saw these ones saying he could be Mr. Negative, which I would like that. I think that could be a good casting. Um, but I, I don't know. When they say major role, that's where I'm like, I don't know how they're going with this. I don't think Mr. Negative at all. I think he's a Spider-Man villain, so probably some Sony shit with it. Uh, true, true, good point. Good I also point. don't think he's that big of a comic book character. I think the game made him made more yeah. mainstream than the comics ever did. Gotcha. Um, I saw Amadeus Cho, which is a totally awesome Hulk, but that's normally a teenager. Gotcha. So I don't know if it's going to be him or not, unless they do like an older version of him, which I don't think so. Um, but I don't really know like what it could be. Someone, I saw someone say, a funny one, make him the real tax, Taskmaster because a Taskmaster we got fucking sucks. <laughs> what about Iron Fist? I mean, yeah, you could do that. I think could. I think historically in the comics, he's a white dude trained oh, by a true. bunch of Asians. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I mean, you could always redo it. I mean, the ancient one was an old man, Asian mm-hmm. man, turned into a British white woman. Yeah. So, like, you could do whatever you want, really. You could do it. I mean, in today's day and age, too, do you really want to have a white man, like, appropriate culture yeah. as your main hero? Yeah. But. Dude, the Sixers had a, they're on a huge oh, wow. run right now. They're on a huge run. They, the Shit. Grizzlies suck on the road. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to roll. I like th- I like that idea though. Iron Fist would be cool. Iron Fist would be cool. Um, but then it would also make less likely Jessica Jones and uh, yeah, Michael Porter. Being yeah, Luke returning Cage. as Luke Cage. If they did return though, and, and uh, what what was his name in Game of Thrones? Fucking uh, oh, 
Tyrell, Loris Tyrell. Loris Tyrell just gets shafted. <laughs> I can see. Oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I looked up Asian and Marvel characters. <laughs> and I mean, the top ones are Amadeus Cho, Chong Chi, uh, Jubilation Lee uh, from X Men, who's a, a chick. Okay. Jimmy Woo, Colleen Wing. So, like, it's not Wong. <laughs> like, they're all taken. I feel like it's not going to be an Asian. Sunfire? Character. Ooh, who's that? He's an X-Man. X-Man? Yeah, he's, he's one of the X-Mans. He's an X-Them. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Um, but anything else for movies, though? You want to toss in? Uh, I'm going to see Cocaine Bear this week. You're gonna do it. I heard it's fantastic. Really? I've been hearing from everyone I've heard who've got early screeners, like all the people I follow, say it's like like Ken Jack from Barstool said it's his favorite movie of the year so far. <laughs> and I just I just heard a uh interview on that same podcast with uh uh O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Alden Wright, what's his name? Uh Han Solo guy. Yeah, yeah. They're both in the movie and they had a very fun, funny interview and they both are like, This movie's fucking rocks. <laughs> so you guys gotta go see it. So I am Josh texted me earlier today and said we should go see it at some point this next week and I'm definitely gonna go see it. Alright, fair enough. maybe I'll try to catch it. I don't know. We'll see how this weekend goes. Um all right, let's take over T V. Leading off the Bad Batch, episode ten, the retrieval. Um, surprise cameo. Did you catch the cameo appearance? Voice actor. Insomniac's Peter Parker was Benny. Benny. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was watching the episode. I was like, I know this fucking voice because I just played the Spider-Man game. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that, that was a cool little cameo appearance. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, it was an okay episode. It was just kind of like, I don't know. Bat Batch is just, it's losing steam for me. I think they'll bounce back by the end of the season, but like. Uh, it's just one of those like arcs that's like meaningless. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm out on Big Bad Batch for a while. Yeah, I might just not watch it and let episodes accumulate. Uh, that first part of this, like last week's episode, I didn't watch it before the pod. Mm-hmm. I watched it; it sucked. Yeah, it was yeah. so bad, and I I don't really remember any of it because I wasn't paying attention. And this is the part two of it yeah. that I watched at work, and I didn't really care about that much either. Yeah. No. So I don't know. I'm just not caring about it. Yeah. I, 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 so when I was looking up who that Benny voice actor was to find out it was Peter Parker. Uh, I saw some name titles for the future episodes and I was like, okay, maybe it could get good. So I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll keep in touch with it. I'll keep like up to speed with it, but I definitely am disappointed in this season. Yeah. I'll say about, that. How about you tell me when it's good and I'll watch it. All right, yeah. If it's like, if it's like one of these episodes, just, uh, just tell me I'm good. Yeah. And, but if it's like one of those like mind boggling, like this one's actually really, really good. Yeah, and if it's if it's passed, I'll just keep passing until there's a smash. Mm-hmm. Then I'll watch all of them leading up yeah, to the smash. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, speaking of smashes, Last of Us, new episode. What's going on? You tell me. I, I don't want to say too much. <laughs> you, you haven't watched it. Uh, <laughs> so, it's of course, they this episode starts off, they remind us of the very tragic uh bolt to the head by henry 
they literally open up with the replaying that scene, like because they're, they're assholes. Oh. There's assholes. I, I heard they did it from Ellie's point of view, though. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. that is cool. And then 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 it cuts to three months later, mm-hmm. and there and it cuts to snow, and there's a uh. They go. There's a cabin, and this old guy comes in from hunting, and it's not in any part of the game. Yeah, yeah. And it's two. It's an old Native American couple, and uh, the they're like a hilarious old couple. <laughs> and it's like, and it's just Joel and Ellie like have a gun pointing at her, like, "Tell us on the map where we're at." We asked your wife, "You better match up." And he looked at her. And he goes, "Did you tell him the truth?" She went, "Yeah." He's like, "Are you telling me the truth?" He's like, "Yeah." And it's just like it's, it's bad like to hear from that, but it's very they're a funny old old couple. Wow, that's funny. Anyway, they tell them that they tell them that like if we're trying to get to this Jackson, Wyoming, and they're like you can't if you pass this river, we see dead bodies floating down there all the time. So like no one's make it makes it out alive up there. So they go immediately get caught by people on horses. Mm-hmm. A dog comes, starts sniffing, see if there's an infection. Yeah. Uh, then Joel just says, "I'm looking for my brother," yeah. and then the person's like. Huh, and it's the it's his the uh, it's what's his face yeah. um his wife what's her name? Uh, Maria. Yeah, Maria, yeah. and Maria is a part of the group, and it's like, and they take her into Jackson. One thing I heard that's different between the game and this is in the game you don't see Jackson until part two really. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you they have a whole episode in Jackson pretty much, and you see how they are surviving with it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then they go to the Colorado College. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find a bunch of monkeys. Yeah. Um, they find out that they moved to Utah. They're about to go. Raiders come. Joel gets stabbed. Joel blacks out. End the episode. Next episode is all the DLC of Ellie and her friend. Oh, really? So it's a I flash. The DLC. So you might want to watch this episode. Then it's a flashback of uh, what how what happened to Ellie before she went with Joel. Uh, okay. So so they're kind of using this as like they leave you a cliffhanger of Joel. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do a whole Ellie episode, a bottle episode yeah. of how Ellie got to this point. And how she got the bar bite and everything like that. Then I guess they're gonna come back after. That's cool. I, I like that. That's smart. I didn't. So I do remember when I was playing the game, they had the DLC listed, but I was like, eh, I'm all right. Like, yeah. I didn't really care too much. But that's cool because I'll watch it on the show. Yeah, they, they always said that there was gonna be one episode solely doing that DLC. Okay. Which is just Ellie in Fedra school, mm-hmm. and then Ellie's best friend Riley, who died before the game. That's mm-hmm. mentioned a few times throughout the game yeah. in the show. It's to show how she dies and how Ellie got her bite. Gotcha. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, because I, I, I am going to watch this show, but I kind of got the itching to play The Last of Us Part Two, So I'm doing that, and then I'm going to watch this show. I promise. It will happen. Yeah. It lot, will happen. A lot of people <laughs> are saying this is the worst episode so far. Yeah. Um, and I get that, and it's but they're only saying that because how good the rest of the episodes are. Mm-hmm. So like it's I'm I also I'm so fine with people right. calling it the worst because people who are calling it the worst are saying and it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It it is like the slowest part of the game too, but it's gonna pick up soon. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just afraid because I've been trying to avoid all this game spoilers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I know I've seen a ty- like a, a three seconds of a clip that was gonna be a spoiler. And yeah, I, like I was sliding mm-hmm. and. I just know that eventually they do get to some kind of doctors and Joel goes to the operating room and then I, I, that's all I've seen. So yeah. I'm just very yeah. nervous about what that is mm-hmm. and I don't like that I saw that much of it so far. Yeah, that's but, not But it's not, I, I didn't see enough where I still have no idea what the fuck's happening. To be honest, it's, it's not going to ruin much for you knowing that. Yeah. Um, 
since you don't know anything that was said, so you're okay. Yeah, exactly. So that's mm. what I mean. I yeah, I, just I, I just can, seeing that picture is okay. Yeah, I've seen like I, I haven't. I've seen enough where I can start speculating, but I don't know what to speculate. But I'll tell you what. So like people always, I guess people say that this Last of Us Part Two like has the fans divided yeah. as far as like what you like about like if you like it or you don't like it. I've been liking it so far. Just, but it is gonna get wild. And it is going to be crazy to see, like, everybody that's watching this show just split. You know what I mean? People are going to either probably love it or hate it. And the, HBO might lose viewership after that, too, I think. Yeah. It might affect that. But I, I think it'll be, like, you know, I think it's built up enough of a foundation it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I want to know why people hate mm-hmm. Part 2. Yeah. But I also feel like they are deviating a lot different from the game. Yeah. So while keeping the plot, so maybe they'll make it better mm-hmm. or like like what people don't like maybe they'll f- tweak it a little bit to, yeah. from the game I, I guarantee they do something like that for sure um all right the only uh, i had a couple more things for tv first up uh south park is back so south park dropped their uh new season premiere this past week um and they shat on prince harry and Meghan markle or whatever the hell her name is uh the former prince of england just because, like, they're going around, they're, like, all preaching they want this privacy, but then they're, like, writing books, going on talk shows, yada, yada, yada. So it's, I just thought it was funny because, like, the entire week, my TikToks are blowing up with, like, the clips of that and, like, interviews from, like, British news of, like, them reacting to it and just laughing their ass off at the, at the former prince. It's just funny because, like, they're just like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> but it, it was a burn. It was a burn. Have you seen the clips? I've seen one clip. I didn't watch the episode. I seen the yeah. one clip where they're in the Canada. no, they're just like in the middle of the the, the town or everyone like, don't look at us, don't look at us, leave us alone. We want to be left alone, like screaming it and everyone. That's so funny. There's one that kills me. It's like they're on. It's called Good Morning Canada. <laughs> they come onto the show. They come out with those signs still, like when they get introduced to the show, yeah. and the uh, create like the uh, I guess the host of the show is like. So you've been like, you know, compl- you've been uh, complaining about your hardships and everything, even though everything was handed to you. Like you write about it all in your book here and the book's titled when when sent me the first time I heard that. But now they now they're considering suing uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. So like we're back. Everything's OK. South Park's getting lawsuits, not lawsuit threats from celebrities upset about their portrayals. We're back in like early 2000s right now yeah. it's great yeah that's awesome i'm so i'm very happy to see that <laughs> um last thing i had the r.i.p richard belzer who portrayed munch on law and order svu he died at age 78 yeah. i loved him in svu yeah i just had to look it up because i didn't really know munch's name and his name but yeah. i love that guy yeah, he's, he always dropped like the best like one-liners that go into the title you know um but yeah so r.i.p for that one too uh, then anything you got for TV? All right. We'll take it over to your jams of the week. This week I have, uh, I think I have two options for you. All right. Well, I guess we're not listening to them. Um, so the first one, you know, it, it was an okay vibe. It's definitely something you're going to, you know, chicks are going to be dancing to at the bar, but it's not like that kind of vibe where it's like going to be, you're not going to enjoy the ambiance of the room because of the song. Um, it's called Lottery by Lotto and Lou Kala. 
So yeah, I mean, it, it was a good, it was a good bop, old party bar anthem. Uh, but jam of the week for this week, uh, it's gonna go to "I Feel Like Dancing" by Jason Mraz. Very feel good vibe. Uh, gets a little upbeat. Def- definitely like a whole more energetic side of Jason Mraz that I didn't know he had in the box. So highly recommend going to check that one out. As long as the other songs on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. Ryan, how about taking away with the closing statements? Four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. I remembered it this time. Ken's brother's painting. Give him a call. Um, paint. Yes. Um, paint. Paint. Two chains. Line of the week. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok at Dairy J Sports. Check out uh, Ashland Golf every Wednesday. I yeah. meet. I do something with our friend Mike, Molly, Mike. Um, dude, this week, I'm still. I'm winning the competition. It's sick, but. Uh, this week is a Honda Classic has nothing like nobody, really? like Shane Lauer is like the biggest name. There's a couple other Matt Kuchar and stuff like that. Like, I knew a couple names, but like, there's like three guys I knew. Everyone else I never heard of in my life. So I just picked best names. I did no research at all. <laughs> Dude, the one guy's last name is Westmoreland. It's Kyle Westmoreland. I went with that. I said shout out to Westmoreland County. Yeah. <laughs> then I also went Zach Blair and I said shout out to Blair County. I'm just going for all the Pennsylvania counties. Uh, yeah. So I, love it. I went with a guy named Kramer Hickok. Johnny Berg, because I thought that was a funny name. Jonathan Bird, Johnny Bird. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, oh, my first pick was this guy named Chris Kirk, because I said Christian Kirk had a good fantasy football year this year, so maybe, maybe he'll do good, too. Um, anyways, go follow them. Ashling Golf, A-I-S-H-L-I-N-G. Um, with that being said, two chains, line of the week. Don't even procrastinate. We got some history to make. Even sold all the shake. I was like a bored ape. True. Peace out. You couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. These questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat